listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast, the podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Charlie. And... Audrey. Yay, we're back. We're Yay. back doing Nightcrawler again. Wow. Yeah. Consistency. Consistency. I only had to read a novel again. Yeah, right? <sighs> um, <was> I also <laughs> misread some of my stuff, so I read some of the wrong stuff, because somehow... Marvel Unlimited skipped a few issues. Oh, yes. nice. But um, mine were actually there. Oh, okay. I cool. just, uh, it just skipped. So I read some of Charlie's. because we used the nah, same no account. <laughs> yeah, it's probably because we used yeah. the same account, so it picked up where you were reading. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately for my reading, there were um, like four or five issues that Marvel Unlimited just didn't have. So I will be reading synopsises. Yeah, I, I looked online at other comic options and yeah. you could only purchase them and i wasn't going to spend like 30 dollars for the individual yeah. issues so yeah it was super weird um i wonder if there's some like publishing weirdness or publishing or yeah or maybe artist or writer or something yeah. yeah we were getting into the beginning of the 90s there with yours i believe as well so mm-hmm. maybe they were just really stinky maybe maybe well you can find them online still but that's the thing it's like I, i've seen mm-hmm. the artwork for them they almost weren't worth like yeah well more i mean if you were going to pay for it, I'd rather have the physical copy, right. too. So, like, going down mm-hmm. to the comic shop. Yeah. But speaking of the timing of this, uh, and I did pull a screenshot of this, but I forgot how cool it was back in the day of the original Twitter and Instagram where people would mail in literal letters yep. to the editor yep. and the writer. And they oh, would write, yeah. they would respond at the back of the comic. Uh, it it caught my eye too because I was reading through a couple of them and they misspelled Appleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> so yeah. we are in Milwaukee. Yeah, and uh, that it's right up you know right up the road from us. Uh, yeah, and right I near th- where Charlie and I grew up. Yeah, so. so I thought it was really funny that they misspelled it, and I just happened to look at that one, so I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. How dare they besmirch <laughs> Appleton? I mean, it's just Apple, yeah. Appleton. Yeah, <laughs> right. I spelled it wrong. Um. No, I remember reading Archie comics, and they had, like, little letters at the end. So yeah. whenever I'm done with a comic, I'll, like, flip through. And I'll just, like, I don't know. I won't read them. Because, I skim them. It's a weird, yeah. like, time capsule, too. Like, it is. some of the questions are asking and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Yeah. If I had time. <laughs> but uh, I got to read these novels. I do yeah. have to read these novels. That is the truth. Uh, so, uh, we have another large uh, chunk of Excalibur. We're actually going to finish up Excalibur our next read-through. Uh, so, that'll be great. And we can actually split up how it currently is, so we each don't have to read as much Excalibur, because <laughs> there's only two reading sections left. So I think had we known in advance, it would have been like, all right, let's, we, do, we would, uh, let's do eight issues or something like that. Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. It as bit. it is, Excalibur is going to take up three weeks. <laughs> So it's almost a month of just Excalibur, but that's okay. That's kind of the thing, you know. Yeah. yeah so I, uh, I actually cut my reading short early last time because otherwise I would I was going to end in the middle of an arc. So I pick up on thirty-seven through fifty-one. Charlie's got fifty-two through sixty-four. Yep. Audrey's got sixty-five through seventy-seven with some uh, X-Men Unlimited in the middle there. It was just one. Yeah, it was just one. Yeah. And but you have a bunch missing, so you're going to synopsize those. Yeah, it's going to be fun <laughs> context i don't know um but at the at the near the end of my section is when kurt really takes a pretty big role into excalibur tell us about it so uh we'll start off with uh 
Excalibur 37. Uh, it's the start of the three-issue arc of the uh, Prometheum Exchange. It's a very stupid arc. Um, <laughs> it's very dumb. Okay. Uh, so the artwork also hated it. It's very strange and very, it, it very much kind of reminds me of like Archie comics, like oh. that very weird, bubbly, goofy like, I like lines Archie don't. Comics. Well, but it doesn't really work oh. for Excalibur. No. If it was, yeah. for, if it was for Archie, sure. But yeah. like, it was a very abrupt change in artist mm-hmm. and they don't last for very long either so Super weird near the end of my run uh captain britain grows about eight sizes <laughs> he he looks like the hulk oh he's absolutely massive i did notice that his chest is just like just a, ginormous yeah That's yeah so it's weird. not how it is throughout the entire thing it's literally like the last two issues of mine it no, looks like he hit the roids yeah big time and he looks pretty normal in mine like his uh design is consistent oh. in my run from what i read um at the beginning yeah so i, I it must just be an art artist yeah. and, what, which issue did you say it was uh like uh 49 50 51 somewhere yeah. in, uh, 51 for sure i know he's absolutely massive fantastic but so we get some team building stuff we find out meg can't cook blah 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 kurt is um everyone's kind of mean to meg here and kurt defends her you know keeping yeah, that love interest kurt, alive yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh but meg also is kind of ditzy here she took a phone call and it was apparently from dr doom Oh. And he said that he was going to show up, so then he shows up and everyone freaks out. Uh, the group wants to fight like him. A pretty big thing to mess up. Right. Well, she didn't know who Dr. Doom was. Oh, okay. Uh, well, so he, he called ahead, so she took the, the message. That's smart. Yeah. And he showed up. Like, he said he was <laughs> going to. But eventually, they talk to Dr. Doom. There's a metal it's, that can end world energy consumption. Hmm. And he phrases things very loosely to be telling the truth rachel and uh, like does a, a mind what like a mind thing at one point it's like oh he's telling the truth but it's he's not hmm. it's very Fair. dumb hmm. so anyways uh kitty who in, inherited the soul sword um at one point near the end when uh magic got turned into a, a baby mm-hmm. she got turned into a baby if you didn't know that i but, knew that <laughs> But so Kitty gets the sword, and the sword's apparently just been chilling outside of yeah. the lighthouse this it's entire in time. It's, oh. it's in a little mound. Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, waiting. Good. <laughs> when it showed up the first time, she was there with Rachel, and Rachel was like, "Hey, uh, sword!" And she's like, "Yeah, my tragic past. I'm ignoring it for now." And they literally just walk away. <laughs> and so talk it, about something it, else. It finally comes back up. Yay! Um, <laughs> so Doctor Noom needs Kitty to take the Soul Sword to go into like limbo. Mm. Oh. because that's where the mineral that will end world energy consumption is it's mm-hmm. like unlimited power essentially um so doctor escalated quickly yeah so dr doom takes kitty in there and kurt the whole time is like that doesn't this doesn't really track um so dr doom betrays kitty immediately and steals the soul sword yeah he, see ryan braddock is massive right. it doesn't make sense anyways uh and the rest of the group had decided to follow them in right here is um dr doom punches loki or not loki um lockheed Lockheed, the dragon like wait loki no lockheed Lockheed, sorry um and that actually becomes like a two comic book plot point at one point is just lockheed being injured 
Oh. So it's a whole thing. Hmm. But Doctor Doom's whole plan was actually if he essentially destroys all of Limbo, it reverts back into its metal form, which is his energy efficient form. So he's just going to destroy all of Limbo. I mean, not help. But it brings in the Avengers. So we got like uh, Iron Man, Tigra. um, Oh, God. Who do we even have here? I don't even remember. Uh, Mr. No, not Mr. Fantastic. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Who? He's, he's like Molecule Man or something like that. It's really Micromax? Uh, no, Micromax, he comes in later. Oh. It doesn't end up mattering, really. He's strong, boy. He okay. can, like, uh, atomize his body. It's very dumb. Okay. I don't know this but, man. But they get brought in because the Lady of the Lake <laughs> summons them. The, sure. Th- that Lady of the Lake. Sure. So. <laughs> for, for what? Because cool. the tower, because cool, cool, cool. the, the lighthouse is undefended and the, <gasps> the end is coming. So they have to bring in uh, the Avengers. So the Avengers, like, come in. It's a whole thing. Kurt gets his powers back fully in this <gasps> issue, too. Because he goes to Limbo and he uh, Doctor Doom punches, or Kurt throws himself at Doctor Doom to try to distract him. And then his Doctor Doom's force field, like, realigns his chakras, essentially. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he can teleport. So then we get a whole page of just Kurt, like, teleporting everywhere and just Aww. being super excited about it. That's fair. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But the Avengers eventually show up in Limbo to help out the uh, help out Excalibur Doctor Doom since he has a soul sword has control of demons mm. and you can make the demons look however you feel demons should look so then they all look like the Avengers and the X-Men and Fantastic <laughs> 4 but they're what just a like fucking incel Yeah, he's such an incel. It wow. they look very dumb and like they kind of roughly have the powers of the person oh. they're imitating kind sure. of but not exactly. Interesting. Uh, hmm. but like oh Wanda's there um, but we get like individual team ups here for whatever reason they split up because there's multiple portals. So e- one member from Ex- Excalibur and one member from the Avengers split off and team yeah. up. So we get um, we get Wanda and Nightcrawler and they actually have like the longest arc out of all of them. Everyone else gets like a page, but Wanda and Nightcrawler get three pages. They're oh, that's the cool. most interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they are the coolest. So. Yeah. So the, they, they complete their mission. Um, they fight off a bunch of demons. It's really not terribly important this entire time, but Phoenix Phoenix does her thing. Doctor Doom eventually like plunges the sword into the heart of Limbo right at the end and starts converting everything back. But Rachel's able to contain the explosion and oh boy, it's a very dumb like. There's a bunch of demons that attack a bunch of different times. Uh, Kurt does absolutely curb stomp the shit out of a demon that looks like the punisher so oh, that was pretty cool like that. straight up like curb stomps him it's pretty fantastic oh yeah yeah it's like it, one of his best moves yeah he really likes yeah. just like appearing behind people's heads and then just just curb stomping the shit out of him i mean it makes sense love that for him but there's a demon that smart dr doom had like tortured in the past and got sent to limbo and he's taken over it's there's a lot of backstory that you have to know for this like specific thing to make sense, but they fight off a bunch of the demons and convince them to like not be mean anymore. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Doctor Doom gets expelled. It's it's yeah. a whole thing. I've okay. never heard that work for demons before. Yeah, but so Lockheed. This whole next section is Lockheed. Um, he got injured and is dying. No. Oh. So they're doing <gasps> surgery on him. Baby. Uh, um, you can actually see him like. <gasps> He's all he's all like medicalized, got oh, tubes in his mouth, Ugh. everything like that. And his uh the whole team's obviously worried about them. Yes. Uh, but Lockheed, like, his soul leaves his body. No! 
But, but apparently this is normal uh, because because his soul was actually being sucked up by the like spaceship that was passing by very L. Ron Hubbard of the other Lockheeds that like preside on the council to judge him because he left his uh, betrothed at the altar. What? And now this is the part you thought said made sense. Oh yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's is a whole. That... What? Yeah, no, it's a whole thing here. Lockheed I'll, I'll... was gonna be married yeah no there are more lockheeds oh yeah there's a lot of them there's a lot of lockheeds they have a council yeah there's a whole council and he whoa he's a fucking chad yeah no 100 well but that was the thing is like he was very ever like the whole thing is like a community kind of not like hive mind but like you do everything for the community together and lockheed set off as an individual so he was um doing the wrong thing and him being smitten with Kitty, like what it, it was a whole, whole <laughs> plot point, but I'm he he goes those. through and explains the origin of how Excalibur started with like each person, like oh. how how he ties into each person of Excalibur. Oh. So it's actually a pretty decent issue to get kind of a backstory of yeah. how Kitty and like um, Nightcrawler joined and why Brian's there and Megan and Phoenix and stuff like we that. We should have read that one first. Honestly, yeah. it goes through all of them. Wow. Even gives like a brief <laughs> a brief history of the X Men. Like, damn, because because Lockheed was with Kitty there, yeah. right? Yeah, so, for like, a long time. Like and and how like Wolverine. Green and Nightcrawler became friends because they had an affinity for Kitty, so they became friends with Lockheed, mm-hmm. and like, it's a whole thing. That's yeah, great. That's cool. And like, even explains like the love that Kurt has for Megan. It's there's a lot of detail in here. Wow, Lockheed. Yeah. Inner secrets of the Excalibur crew. Yeah. He is the glue. Yes, but in the same issue, in the background, the TechNet is showing up again. Um, so that like that's kind of just always going on in the background. That's what the the group is dealing with. It's not terribly important, but the X-Men show up, which mm. up to this point, they're, they're dead. dead. Yeah. But even though in the next issue, they talk about how Excalibur knew that they were alive. And I think that happens in a different comic that's not Excalibur. But then the X-Men never come back to talk to Kurt or Kitty. Even though when they died, Kurt and Kitty were part of the team. So there, there's like a whole lot of feelings of betrayal that go on in this with Kurt okay. and Kitty, like, and like Kurt's like, I never even considered going back to the X Men after I heard you guys were still alive. Like, it's just, <laughs> wow, he's fucking. He's like, you didn't talk to me, and uh, uh, nev- you never reached out, and I found my family. So here we are. This is why Peace. I love Kurt. Jean yeah. uh, Grey uh, he is, is the greatest. Has an interesting outfit here. Uh, so she's going as Marvel Girl at Thank this point. Thank you for okay. mentioning this for me because yeah. I know that's so why. That, that's mi- <gasps> wow. Yeah. So she, why she has is a, her hair like that? She has the though. blue and yellow with the red hair. Interesting. Oh, yeah. With orange streaks in her hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The outfit's cool though. Yeah. But yeah, it 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 is cool. Uh, some of the X Men like Wolverine's in his uh, brown and yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, old school. Yeah. We actually have a whole, like, rogues in her green and black. We got Storm, oh, yeah. Psylocke, Colossus. pee-pee-poo-poo outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the only other thing that I really so wanted to touch on was uh, uh, Captain Britain and Psylocke, their brother and sister in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I touched on the fact that uh, Psylocke is not in her original body and how problematic this entire thing is because, like, her... If I remember correctly, her consciousness was put into like an Asian woman's body and stuff like that. So like, they pulled it. It's an issue. Oh boy, it's an issue. Um, oh boy, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, they cast oh Scarlett Johansson as, <laughs> as an Asian woman. Oh. Anyways, 
it's not oh, good. Oh, boy. Yeah. But th- this whole comic, this whole run is kind of dumb. This, there's a guy with a gem that, like, reanimates, like, furniture at one point. And oh. then we find out that the X-Men are not actually the X-Men. They're the the warmonger, or the... Oh, the silver dog yeah, guys. Yeah, the silver they're dog. Called, they're called warmongers, I think. I think, something like that. But, yeah. yeah. So, the like, the X-Men are being a little weird, like, the whole mm-hmm. time. But uh, eventually they defeat the furniture. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, the those creatures pop out and they steal... Um, the phoenix everyone else is like now trying to figure out what's going on mind you this is only halfway through this issue these issues are so fucking long so Jeez. much happens yeah um and, and honestly like entire storylines are only like half of a comic in some of these where i was just like wow you guys are really just packing it in there like i don't mind a lot of story but it's very hard to it's not the fact that it's a lot of story it's that a lot of unrelated or it feels yeah they're kind of disjointed feels yeah. unrelated Random. yeah Random really jarring yeah yeah so uh, so f- uh, eventually they get a hold of cable to actually get a hold of the x-men it doesn't oh. it ends up really oh, cable not. comes in All cable right, does come cool. in cable. he he's in like two frames cable comes back in okay later so maybe they're oh. trying to set this up yeah for, for my but like arc. yeah, Cable's got like pictures of like all of the teams. So he has like uh, X Factor and Excalibur, X Men. I think the Avengers were up there too. Like he has like pictures of them. Oh. Like he's kind of tracking them and what okay. they're doing and stuff. He's kind of being an intermediary. So that's cool. Uh, going into we're we're up to issue forty two here. So we're five issues in now. So at the <laughs> end of thirty six, I don't know if you guys remember, there's a big splash say spade saying, "Oh, Technet is coming" or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> five issues later is when Technet shows up. <laughs> good. 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 Um. So I don't really like Technet, but it's important for the what's coming next. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they blow up the lighthouse <gasps> with a chicken. The lighthouse, no, yeah. with a chicken. It, yeah, a chicken. Remember oh, the chicken? chicken? I showed you the uh, yeah. the screenshot of the chicken. Yeah. So Technet sends in a bomb chicken that just blows oh. up the top half of the lighthouse. Okay, it's very dumb. Um, <laughs> and Technet like busts in and like ca- like starts capturing people, and it's it's a whole thing. They fight excalibur and pretty much whooped excalibur's ass yeah until like people from the future freeze or not from the future like interdimensional show up and like freeze everything because uh widget's there so they're trying to figure out what's going on with widget because widget's doing interdimensional stuff all the fucking time so yeah yeah so they freeze the the uh tech net and then like uh, excalibur's like what's going on blah blah blah, blah. it's very <laughs> stupid uh but they eventually like, all right, you got five minutes till everything goes back to normal. So then they like set up TechNet so they like all punch each other and stuff like that and like laugh about it. But we find out that Widget's like made out of like goo oh. on the inside. What? Yeah, I think so, like they... that's that's the inside of Widget. It's like an apple and a key and like cookie <laughs> dough and stuff like that. It's I love it's that. very strange. I like the partial hard drive that's in yeah. there too. But they're trying to figure out exactly what he is and they put him back together and Widget's not really the same till the end of this run. Uh, but Lockheed is back, but he's still injured. That that's a, a plot point for a while too. Poor baby. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, they defeat Technet, and it's weird because they kind of like adopt Technet. Okay. Oh. Yeah. They they more or less adopt Technet here, and Kurt show is me, just show me a, what this Technet looks like because I don't remember. Um. I here. 
there's not like any good frames of just all of them oh, right yeah. now. That um, is there, there's a giant baby. Unrecognizable. Oh, yeah, that comes back. Yeah. Me. So like, there's the giant baby. Uh, upsetting. Yeah, it's very yeah. upsetting, and <laughs> he can you, you can use like your worst nightmares as like illusions to fight you and stuff. A- absolutely not. Absolutely but, not. But like, so Kurt essentially like stops any additional violence and kind of like oh like takes him over because their Technet's leader gets like zapped out and the bounty for Rachel gets canceled at the last minute. Okay. So they don't know what to do anymore. So they're just kind of like free agents with really nothing going on. Right. So Kurt's like, Hey, like we don't need to do that. And you guys blew up my, our tower. So how about you fix that? Right. Fair. And then, uh, Megan was just like, just like thanking him and like being super nice and everything like that. And like flies him back. And then Brian gets super jealous. (laughs) Like side eyes, like murder eyes at Kurt. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Like, like the rest of the group goes back. Get over. Um, there's a side fucking plot here <laughs> of a whole nother Earth. Oh. That this is this is gonna stretch through like eight issues. There's a, a side plot of a whole nother Earth that is currently uh, being decimated by the Necron, who's a person. Yeah. Um, and essentially, like we follow the leader of the rebellion for a while. Okay. Um. It's Kai Loon. Mm, doesn't ring a bell to me. He has like he has special swords that can like cut illusions up. Okay. Okay. And his sure. He he is a mutant, but his uh, mutant powers to be able to imitate imitate any sound perfectly. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's not. It, it seems like he can amplify it slightly, but he's embarrassed about it. So he, I only ever see him use it once, and it's when he's demonstrating to Excalibur later. So it's not super important, but. So Kurt and uh, Megan are like training together and stuff like that, but it turns out it's actually Kurt's dream, and Megan turns blue and looks like him, and they like kiss and smooch and stuff like that. Uh, but then Kurt wakes up with Brian's hand around his neck because oh. apparently Kurt said Megan's name in his sleep, and Brian gets <laughs> got super duper jealous and straight up tries to murder toxic. Kurt. Toxic. Yes, very toxic. Unhealthy. So they go back and forth, and Kurt's like, "Hey." You're not a thing. And, like, even Megan comes in at one point and, like, kisses Brian. It's like, oh, I love you, babe, kind of thing. Like, and then, like, moves on and stuff like that. Doesn't he? She never even, like, addresses Kurt. <laughs> she, she just went in for no reason. Pretty much, yeah. Like, they were just flying. Well, they're doing the repairs on the oh, tower. Sure, sure, so sure. she's helping yeah. carry something. But it's a whole thing. So Brian, like, oh, keeps getting God. more and more upset about everything and just being a real dickhead. Technits around. So everything's real goofy because, like, they're all, like, weird creatures. So, like, yeah. just weird shit is happening all the time. And, I hate this so much. It's very dumb. I, I hate it. <laughs> it's it's just like, why? Honestly, the most important thing is is one the big green guy and the dragon in the basement. Fuck. Okay. All right. So you know the the big dragon in the basement. Yeah. There, there's a big uh, green lizard guy. But wh- they they fuck like uh, straight up. Uh, and they uh, ha- they have about a thousand babies later. That happens in a couple oh issues. Oh my god. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Wow. But um. So Technic's around, but eventually Brian gets real super jealous about everything uh, still. I think he needs to take a fucking Just straight up just punches Kurt in the face. Oh, no. So Kurt and Brian fight for a while. Like, going back and forth, Kurt actually holds his own pretty well. uh, But Brian ends up breaking Kurt's leg. (gasps) And, like, like, really fucks him up real bad. And Kurt, like I said, Kurt really holds his own. It's actually a pretty solid fight scene between the two of them. Nice. Because uh, you actually see get to see Kurt, like, brawl yeah, for out. a little bit. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually it gets stopped. Megan is sad that Brian was a dickhead and flies away. And then everyone else leaves, leaving just Kurt and, <laughs> and Captain Britain alone. <laughs> and I was like, that seems like a bad idea. But then, Everyone's but then, just bummed out. But like, then the uh, <laughs> the the Captain Britain corpse show up and take Brian away. So then what? it's just Kurt. So because Megan wants to like flies off to like clear her mind, yeah. so Rachel goes with her, and then uh, I forget where Kitty and uh, Kitty goes. Kitty does end up going back to him because I think that's where mine at some point mine picks up. Oh no, up there's with... an, there's an archaeological dig uh, oh. that, that Kitty goes to. Sure, that's logical. <laughs> it's very logical. Uh, yeah, uh, I think yeah because I think she shows up to help Kurt afterwards. Yeah, when his like is still broken. I think that happens. So mine. it goes back and forth. It is not consistent whether his leg is bro- broken. So like there's whole oh. issues where his leg is broken, and then the next issue he will be walking around fine, and then the issue after that his leg will be broken again. So it does not because like- definitely in my reading there is one where he has a cast on and Kitty helps him take it off and then you know he is jumping around trying to get his balance and his footwork and his strength back. Aww. Yeah, at one point he's like fully functional again in mind. In the world, yeah. So yeah, the the Captain Britain corpse hmm. steal uh, uh, Brian <laughs> continuity. Uh, what <laughs> is it editing or? I don't I, know. I, I honestly think that you probably had multiple writers and multiple artists going at the same time, I, and I they had the same so. they had the same starting point, and then one team just yeah moved on oh kind of without God. them. Uh, so Captain Britain gets stolen so away stupid. here. So he has his own timeline, but that none of that matters to Kurt. So that's like a big chunk I get to skip for the rest of this, which is fantastic. fantastic. Okay, Captain Britain is pretty much out of a good chunk of the rest of my comics here. What a, lucky you. What a dick. That one, the yeah, Kowloon guy. I'm not a fan of that I, guy. Yeah. I regret enjoying his part in my comics. <laughs> you know what's funny is, like, the reason why the Captain Britain Corp show up is, like, you're a dickhead is pretty much what they say to him. <laughs> yeah. And they, they sentence him to death for being a dickhead. I love that. So. More uh, we should normalize More people should that. get that. Yeah, yeah. More people should get that. <laughs> Nor- normalize. That should just be a thing. Executing. So I'm, I'm going to skip. I'm going to skip. <laughs> I'm going to skip the Captain Britain stuff because it's not important. Uh, Rachel and... Um, phoenix are on or megan phoenix are on their own like journey of Mm self-discovery megan wants to find out more about her past again sure rachel it wants to find out more about her memories as well uh so she actually suppresses the phoenix for pretty much the rest of this run oh wow Uh, so you only get one or two flares up of the phoenix pretty much only when absolutely necessary so she is a telekinetic and telepath just naturally which makes sense being Mm -hmm. gene gray's daughter yeah. But she suppresses the phoenix pretty much for the rest of this. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the lighthouse now looks like a giant mushroom. Fair. Uh, thanks to the uh, thanks to TechNet. Um, but apparently TechNet, every day at lunch, like their break time, they have a giant brawl. It's very dumb. But we get Kurt like all bandaged up <sighs> and stuff like that. Kitty's there. Kitty, there, there's a, an assignment for uh, WHO, the Weird Happenings Organization. So Kitty goes with them. That's where she ends up going. It's a, an archaeological gotcha. thing. That's where she ends up going. So it's just Kurt left in the tower by himself with all of TechNet. So he kind of becomes their leader. All right. Um, we still got that background story of uh, uh, Kowloon or Kellen. Cal- I already forgot his name. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> a lot of stuff between like uh, Phoenix and Megan. Megan goes to a fortune teller. They do drop the G word a lot in this. Uh, oh, the slur for yeah. uh, vagrant people. And, yeah. People. Yeah. 
So, yeah, they, they use that quite a bit in these comics. Well, and um, I believe Traveler is an acceptable yeah. Yeah. term. Yeah. So Because there are travelers there, there's, who are from all other yeah, there, places. Anyway. <laughs> like, they, they lean into some of those stereotypes, like uh, fortune tellers and stuff like that. So, okay. it's a whole thing. But they're, they're also using a clairvoyant for Kurt to figure out why, like, artifacts are being stolen. It's very dumb. Hmm. Huh. But Kurt's all banged up, and they're just like, oh, we need help of Excalibur. And Kurt's like, they're, they're all gone. And yeah. they're like, well, figure it out. <laughs> to Kurt. And Kurt's like, I guess I guess I'll use TechNet for this. So Kurt's the secret leader. But that's that's where we start getting um uh what's his name? The wave guy. Uh Micromax. Yeah. So he starts showing up a lot. He's prominent in a little bit of this. And then so the the first mission that they do doesn't go particularly well. Yeah. Um so something's being stolen and the team like the the thing's invisible. So the team just like just completely blunders it like all together, and then Micromax gets all mad, and he's got like they're just like trying to blame yeah. Excalibur for stuff all the time, and Kurt's like fuck off, <laughs> more <laughs> or less. To set up another plot line uh, but yeah. there's so much Brian Braddock backstory. Honestly, if you read this, this will give you all of Meg's, Phoenix's, Brian's, and like Kurt's origin as a leader all in like this arc. Okay. So, like, honestly, you could read this section and get a lot of Excalibur's, like, surrounding story. Because you get some of mm-hmm. Ma- Meg's backstory, how she yeah. joined. Like I said, you get Rachel and, like, her insecurities about everything, what her power's on and what she's doing. Like, you get the backstory of the uh, the Captain Britain corpse and how they're all different, like, realities and a nexus of worlds and all this other bullshit. Why would they release it? Why would they write it in this order? I have no idea. What? Honestly, it feels like a jumping in point. Yeah. Like th- four years in. Oh my god. So that's god. the thing. It's like I guess like if you didn't want to read all of the backlog of Excalibur, you could jump in here. Yeah, I could see that. But like Attract at the beginning people. of Excalibur, they don't tell us that shit. That's true. That is true. Like they just They're are just like kinda... we're here fighting crime and also we have drama with each other. Well, this and that's is about it. Well, like in yeah. in these issues, this is where you find out why Excalibur formed. Like all like the person See, that was I, pulling the strings for like all of the so weird coincidences that happened to lead up to them forming the group. Right. It's so frustrating. It's very to me. weird. Yeah. Yeah, random. Uh so Kurt is training up Technet, uh trying to get them to work as a team. Like he says that a lot, and then eventually he gets them all uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> so that so they'll they'll have more cohesion and it seems to work <laughs> like all right it's very okay. strange like they, they're like oh like this person can do this so you'll do it in this order and like you hit them here you hit them here you hold them down you like web them like <laughs> it's a whole thing and they eventually like turn a guy so one of them <laughs> one of the people can turn people into figurines sure like just shrink them down and make them into like a solid figurine one other person can actually like turn people's body parts into wax both are horrifying, like, powers. Um. That's like... Okay, so... You know that that podcast I was listening to for a while? Sure. The, the Magnus Archives? Yeah. That's that kind of shit. Yeah. That's like, extasent, like, weird horror shit. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah... Why, the- is, why is it so exhausting <laughs> to hear? Maybe I've just had a long day. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like... <laughs> what the fuck? Uh. Yeah. 
the the baby eventually gets stolen. The little big fat baby. Uh, they, they do oh. not. They uh, Necron steals them. But we. But no one notices for like three issues that the baby's gone. <laughs> it's Guys, quite. I'm feeling really relaxed for some reason. Yeah, there's not a huge ge- baby here anymore. Projecting illusions. So it must have so also weird. happened. So there must have been a Captain Britain trade. They mentioned a Captain Tr- Britain trade back like four or five times in this issue alone. Okay. Which might have must have like backstory as to they they bring up a bunch of times the plane that they're flying, which mind you they haven't really been flying a plane no. prior. They've no. been carrying yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah they just carry each other. To bundle up. There's yeah. a plane now, and they keep asking where the uh, where Excalibur's airplane is, and they keep saying, "Oh, it got broken." So we have the Who's. Uh, Black or was it Blackwing or they, they call it the same thing as X Men? I can't think of what the, the the airplane is called. But oh, I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm blanking on all of the shit right now. But Blackbird. It might be the Blackbird. I don't actually. know. I it doesn't matter. Literally guess. Um, it doesn't matter. But anyways, so they keep talking about how they have their own version of this. It comes up a bunch of times, and they keep talking about like I was like this happened somewhere else because it did not happen in mine. Right. And you guys keep bringing it up like it's supposed to matter. And it's I just, it's crazy that we've consensually, like, consecutively, I guess consensually read, but <laughs> we've consecutively read all of these Excalibur comics, and they don't, like, they don't. Yeah, like, I read, I read, like, 26 straight issues together. Not a whole lot of through line between them. What is, why? Yeah, that's why? crazy. Yeah, like. And that's the thing is, some, like during some of these, they were referencing back to like Excalibur six, Excalibur fourteen, Excalibur nineteen, like they were referencing back twenty, thirty issues, which is just crazy. I wonder if it like when they released Excalibur, they were releasing it in junction with other issues, events, yeah, and events, and it was more like this is the fun quirky side of yeah this situation that's happening. I don't know, but like. Just brand new information that we're supposed to know already. Yeah. With any without any lead up or I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. So we get a lot of uh of the Kowloon guy Callen. Oh um, yeah, yeah. We yeah. get a Cal run or something. Yeah, like he that. is a weird name. Um we get a lot of his backstory for the end of that issue and then leading into the next issue as well, like his rebellion or whatever. The f- important part on that is Necron Lee it was from his world and moved over to the 616, and that's why he comes into this picture, essentially. He got and, a worker's visa. And this guy, <laughs> no, he, he jumped through a portal, <laughs> nice. but he shows up like a month before, like time doesn't work the same between two, like yeah. the two realities and whatever. Mm. But he comes in and he busts in because they were in a tower and apparently this lighthouse is in like every reality and it's like mm-hmm. the nexus between all of the different realities kind of like the swamp in like louisiana swamp. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um <laughs> but he busts in and all of the creatures that this guy were fighting previously were blue so he busts in on kurt and tries to kill kurt <laughs> but the swords will not hurt anyone that has like true virtue or something like that so oh. then like uh, he's fine. He's good yeah. to go. So like, that's it, my boy. So like, <laughs> the guy literally tries to yeah. cut off Kurt's head, but then the blade just like doesn't hurt Kurt. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but like, cuts through the wall. It's a whole thing. Like, um, but this guy knows Widget. This is where. Wow. This guy was actually from six one six. Widget was his. That's where Widget comes from, apparently, because he comes home or he gets there and he's like, "Oh, Widget's here. I am home." So apparently, he left. 
and like when he was like one years old and he's lived an entire lifetime oh. and it's only been a year later. Yeah, it's that yeah. guy. Okay. Huh. So we're we're tying back to early, early Excalibur here. Good God. I wish I wish I understood the release, the writing, yeah. the plot, the the outline. Yeah. I wish I I wish I knew. <laughs> I feel like trying to explain this plotline is I'm a verbal meme. Uh, Charlie Kelly in front oh of his God. mail room. <laughs> yeah. yes. It, yes. It all ties together. Yeah. Uh, so the <laughs> next like chunk of the comic is um, Phoenix and uh, Meg like searching through Europe because they got a tip that Meg's family might be somewhere out there. Her alien family. No, her adopted family of oh. travelers. Ah, mm. yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. So, mm. so sorry, the sorry. G word gets dropped a lot. Yikes. In this. Um, <laughs> Yikes. But they come across like a vampire and Frankenstein at one point, but they turn out to be illusions uh, due to this creature that essentially puts them on an acid trip. I love that. I did not understand this part. They talk a lot and they're just like Rachel and Meg like lay down under the stars and like contemplate all of the information they just received. And I was like, this was like three pages of a dude like essentially like showing them their true self so she can like see the Phoenix force like flowing through her body and Meg can see her natural form, which is essentially just Meg, but shiny. Like <laughs> they got high. Yeah. It's a they, whole thing. And then the guy dies and turns into dust. They, yeah. They took ayahuasca. And yeah, yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah. But Kurt's trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. Wait, do, is that what the 80s thought character growth was? Yes. Okay. Was them going on an acid trip and then uh, being like, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. yeah. That's how I do mine. But we get like the entire backstory of this guy in the revolutionary, even though we've already gotten it in the previous issues, essentially him being a revolutionary. Uh, Kurt is trying to wrangle everyone in. Like, just kind of like what is happening. Uh, this is a screenshot of that acid trip. Wow, she's gorgeous. Yeah, that's she that's Meg. Be like that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, yep. Yeah, it's it's something. Yep. Uh huh. Like that's Rachel. She's naked and like she, she's very shiny. And she's gold and her yeah. hair is like huge. Yeah. Uh, Rachel just looks like Rachel. She she can feel all the tingly yeah. She just feels force. all the, the tingly stuff. So I'll, yeah. I'll post some of these as uh, screenshots. It's very strange. It's. A couple pages of it. It's not super important to be. Oh wait, totally. show me Megan again. I gotta go back now. Hmm. Why would you do this? Because she looks like um, a My Little Pony version of herself. Pretty and much. Yeah. That's uh, well, it. it's funny because she goes back to looking like normal Meg, and Rachel's like, "Why did you return to this form?" And Meg's like, "This is the form, form everyone's familiar with." And I was like, "It's just the non-shiny version of yourself. Like, right. <laughs> like you don't look that. Different. You don't look that different. special. Yeah, it's very dumb, uh, but." Uh, Kurt. Wait, wait, if she had. Now I'm confused because she has this whole fucking bullshit later where she's like, Brad, would you love me if I look like this? And it's like, she like makes herself look like a goblin. And it's like, what? Where? Why? Why? Insecurities. Because they have the most why? fucked up relationship. They really do. Yeah. I. Yeah. I have to. I have to look take a sabbatical I have yeah to, I have anyways to go into the forest <laughs> and become one with nature Did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. uh, anyways so we go we cut back to kurt um kurt with technet someone busts into the the tower again and technet goes apeshit and attacks them immediately Great. technet is now wearing essentially like x-factor uniforms like oh. they, they got the the yellow and blue like x-factor 
mm-hmm. 80s style uniforms. Funny. Sure. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It turns out that that person that busted in actually wasn't violent. They just didn't know how to use doors, I guess. What? Doors I, are hard. It's like an alien. She just kind of shows up and she's just around for a few issues. I don't entirely understand why. What? She has like purple energy powers. What? I don't know if that comes up in yours what at all. It? Wait, what does she look like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let me bring bring her up does here. Does she have like... Oh, she... Yeah, okay. Yeah, she sticks I, around. She yep. sticks around for a while. Yeah. Yep. She, it, she just kind of shows up here. Um... No, she's, she's, she's got like she's got like a carapace. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I have the ending. Oh, okay. And so yeah, I bet you've got. I have her being a character. But, th- this is a hundred percent me going to be posting as a screenshot. But this is <laughs> the family that the the wow. dragon and the green creature make. Uh, they have like an army of little baby dragons. God, those are ugly. Yeah, they're very ugly. It's very <laughs> weird. Um, but yeah, they're cool. Brian's still doing his thing. Like this is like five issues later, he's still doing the the uh, Captain Britain corpse things. Okay, <laughs> he's got to do community service for being an asshole. Yeah, the the lady that shows up, she sticks around for a while. Yep. Uh, that you guys said. Yep. The, 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 Her get... name is like Cerise, I think. Cerise. Yeah. So, I don't know. C E R I S E. I would say right. Cerise. Yeah. yeah I don't Cerise. Know. Whatever. I'm bad uh, at that. Apparently, the reason why she got ended up here is because she decided to take like a more like the scenic route. <laughs> and essentially got like blown off course in the galactic <laughs> like th- like the reality jumping and just yeah. ended up here okay. you stop at one giant ball of paint off the road and then you're lost for hours like you ever you ever do those roadside attractions i love those right no, but uh this issue right here we get more captain britain stuff this is where we get the layout of all of the strings being pulled to make excalibur a team <laughs> It's very weird. Widget starts uh, making bodies for himself, uh, which becomes a thing later. I yeah, think. it continues into mine. Yeah. I-, I figured you'd touch on it more I than I would. I have a lot of widgets, so. Yeah. It's not a huge part of my, to be honest. Like, it's there, but it's not a huge part. It, it didn't pretty... seem like a big part in mine either. Widget gets kind of pushed to the side. I feel it. You know, he's, he's sidelined pretty hard. Yeah. But uh, a bunch of, like, random creatures show up again, and Technet, like, goes and talks to them quick and, like, accepts a bounty from them. So Technet just leaves. Oh. So that's how they get rid of Technet, is they just they just <laughs> up and leave. Sure. Job um, change. <laughs> sure. Brian's a real dickhead to a bunch of people again. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah, he just, he's a real asshole this entire time. But we do get Kurt kind of taking a lead here. Yay. Uh, he He starts to step up. Like, he, leading TechNet, kind of gave him the confidence and stuff. And he, so he's just kind of taking the lead as the, the main person. We get the whole team back together here. Right, um, right as Kitty finds a 10 by 10 meter cube 200 meters deep in the earth with a single person inside with no in, in, ins or out, like, paths. You know what Fuck. you should do with that? Leave him alone. Leave, leave it to yeah. Leave him the hell uh, alone. Apparently, Kitty has tried to phase in there a few times, but uh, keeps getting lost. Like she, Kitty. Just, she just doesn't know how to. Like I was just like stand above it and just go straight down. But apparently, she has an issue with that. Well, she doesn't weigh anything, so I feel like it'd be hard to ju- like figure out how long you'd have to go. I mean, just just aim straight down. Yeah, I just go because they're they're using like seismic information, so they're like tracing where it is. Like sure. they know where it is underground. It's. Because they're like, oh, that's a perfect square and all this other wow. bullshit. It's very dumb. Uh, there's also a... So we, we get into the anti-Phoenix saga mm. here. 
There's a there's a boy that's a monk that the, when he touched his feet. Oh, he t- looked like an asshole. Yeah, he's a real. Dickhead. I only saw like two scenes oh, of him. Oh, is this the guy in the green Baron? robe? Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Is yeah. that yeah. his name? I don't remember his name off the top. He's of kind of forgettable. Yeah, he's kind of forgettable. But Fake he's, a, he's he's a dickhead for sure. Uh, he like he's just like you have the phoenix power power to Rachel when he sees her. He's like you're not worthy of it. Who no. the fuck are you? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just like some get like. Well, it's funny because in the first like pages that you meet him, he, he's like like trying to be real humble. And he's like, oh, I like I know my purpose and like I'm happy to fulfill it and all this other stuff. And then the um, next time you see him, he's just like a little shithead. So I don't know. What uh. a dick. But yeah, uh, so they they sh- they show up. They go take a look at the cube. Turns out it's the anti Phoenix that's in there that was trapped in there. Sure. Uh, Kitty and Phoenix going in there released it. Wow. Um, <laughs> so and we get Wait, some. Wait, is her costume red or is it green? It is red. Okay. At this point, still, kind of. She she's actually doesn't well she doesn't wear Phoenix. She's not wearing the Phoenix stuff anymore because she mm-hmm. stopped using Phoenix. She's suppressing the Phoenix. So mm-hmm. she's actually just wearing like a, a leather jacket at this point. No, I meant the anti Phoenix. Oh, uh, you I you never see its physical form. In oh, this. okay. Okay. The sure. the anti Phoenix actually gets its soul ripped out and dies at one point in here. Damn. So, by Necron, Necron absorbs it. So, we get a bunch of uh, Rachel backstory, all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of, like, really bright white pages in this one, Mm -hmm. because the anti-Phoenix, like, flares everything up. But we do get get Kurt, like, taking the lead again on this, and he has some guilt immediately for sending Kitty and um, Rachel down. He's like, I just sent them in without a second thought, and I was like... That is, that's a good point. Like, everyone's just kind of deferring to you now. Like, Brian's just cool with it. Yeah. Like, he's not questioning it at all, which I thought was kind of strange. It's but kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. No, but, you were talking confidently, so yeah. I just did what you said. So I just went with it. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they, act. They, they fight some Earth creatures that the Anti-Phoenix made. Uh, the guy with the swords, Cal... Cal- Callan, Callan, yeah. I, I'm never gonna remember his name. Mm. You find out, uh, find out about his swords being able to like cut up, like that sort of stuff because the, the creatures kept reforming all this other stuff. It's a whole thing. We meet the child again. He's a real dickhead. Kurt explains once again about the plane for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I remember he stole that plane. Uh, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> he used one of his yeah. daily jumps. I guess. <laughs> and he stole a plane, but. But they approach the lighthouse, and uh, there's a bunch of widget bodies all over the place. That's great. Because widget keeps making more bodies for himself, trying to like perfect it. And then you get like God, God widget. He's got like a transparent body, and he's got like shoulder pads, and he's got a big head and stuff. I think that's the only one I have. Yeah. So yeah, but we get um, the anti phoenix going to Necron, being like, "Hey, I made it back to you, master." And then Necron just kills anti phoenix and absorbs him. And becomes like big, big bad boy. Oh, <laughs> we get the beginning of the end arc. Honestly, none of this really matters too much in regards to Kurt. That I could tell. Uh, the main thing is like Kurt's the leader of everything, so you get a lot more of him in speaking roles, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. He taking the lead on stuff. Honestly, I'm probably gonna skip most of this because you get a bunch of like really random bullshit side story. The widget stuff did not interest me even a little bit. So. Nope. <laughs> which nope. is most of this stuff and i i honestly kind of just stopped caring That's at this so point <laughs> um so we get a lot of uh micro max too here 
So, but we do get Kurt like being more decisive and, but also questioning himself as the leader, like internally and just like kind of taking the lead and everyone's just deferring to him, including Brian mm-hmm. and Brian just like progressively just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> like each <laughs> issue, he just seems bigger than the past. <laughs> Kurt, like at one point sees like their future selves and they're all dead and all this other stuff. It's spoiler alert. It's something. Yeah. They all die. But yeah. <laughs> so Brian does like transform. Um, but yeah, like, so you actually see his transformation sequence right here where he gets like super barrel chested. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, wow. it, it reminds me of all those bodybuilding shows. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so he's just like absolutely massive for a while, but it's really weird because like his hands are bigger than like Megan's head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't but yeah, think about the, that. The art style was just like real weird right here. And we get more like chess piece manipulator manipulations from like the the burton corpse like merlin and stuff like that so mm-hmm. oh yeah you, um that kind of comes up in mine they it would wait say it again it's the merlin it, and um it, they're like a british like organization yeah the britain corpse or captain britain corpse i th- i think they have a different name I oh was... no it's something else it's something else that's british and a corp but it's like different yeah why why i don't know <laughs> why marvel i don't know why they keep doing this but yeah yeah the rest of this it's not super important so i'm just gonna i'm gonna skim through it we get a lot of kurt being kurt and being leader his legs broken again even though it hadn't been previously but he has the cast on again it hadn't for the like the last three issues he's just had a mild this sprain. is this is a lot more captain britain stuff that again i don't care about and this is also the callan stuff mm-hmm. which again don't really care about so, and we get Phoenix, of course, because Phoenix is fighting Necron as the anti-Phoenix. There's a lot of fighting of them in, like, space and, like, blasting through planets and going back and forth. There's a lot of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, Sick. I mean, like, it looks cool. And then Necron, like, starts to suck the Phoenix out. And, uh, like, Rachel falls back to the Earth, like, in the old Phoenix costume. Like, the green with the, like, the, mm. the flared wings on her chest. Kind of very, you know, Rachel. Jean Grey. Yeah, very Jean Grey. Yeah. I, honestly, like I said, I kind of. Kind of where it ends. Kind of where it ends. It's, yeah. it more, it bleeds into some of Charlie's stuff. But, yeah. That's more or less where, where we're going to lead off for Mike. Um, I, it was all <laughs> over the place. Like, mine was just <laughs> so disjointed. It was, I I did like some of the stuff in the middle because it felt like since I didn't read the beginning of Excalibur, it felt like it caught me up. But mm-hmm. I also forgot that at the beginning of Excalibur, it doesn't tell yeah, you it anything. Doesn't do anything. So for you. like midway through, like if you start here, you're not going to know who these characters are, but it's going to tell you what like their backstories are right here. So like I liked that part of it. That was pretty cool. We got some good information on it. You got a lot of backstory on all that stuff. I don't know. I'd probably give like a three out of five. For like overall, Sounds high. it's it, yeah. that's the thing. There, there was there was stuff I liked in here. Yeah, it, yeah. And, like I really liked the Kurt taking lead on it and really kind of coming into his role as the leader and stuff like that. But there was also a lot of just bullshit in here. I did not care about. <laughs> like I do not care about Captain Britain at all. We I'm over him. These. Yeah, I'm so over yeah. Captain Britain. Yeah, I'm good. He's such a dickhead, like mm-hmm. constantly. So like the, we get a lot of him, and it, if it was just the Kurt stuff probably four and a half yeah. they haven't talked about his one ex-girlfriend who's all evil we don't know mm. the the white-haired blonde oh, lady courtney yeah she she hasn't come back up has she yeah no. she's gonna they just kind of like close that door she's yeah. kind of come up in mind okay oh okay yeah because yeah. no, i got i got none of courtney sweet yeah she very, comes up in mind very interesting yeah, yeah. 
so yeah that, that's what i got on this one it was it was interesting for sure um not a bad bad time but yeah uh, that's all i got mm-hmm. all, right. all right thank you yeah so we'll pick cool. up with uh charlie right after this brief brief break there we go words yeah. found him all right <laughs> Welcome back, listener. Thanks for sticking with us here. So we're going to jump right into uh, Charlie here. Uh, Charlie had 52 through 64. So let's uh, let's get into those. Cool. Yeah, so mine starts off with little Charles Xavier uh, going through an illusion. Okay. And we get kind of an entrance to Jean Grey and uh, her, her kind of talking to Excalibur in like an illusion form. And mine continually skips between Excalibur and the the Phoenix Force, kind okay. of Rachel Summers Phoenix Force, uh, up in the sky. Okay. And so mine keeps going between the two, and her trying to figure out her place in the galaxy. So that was pretty interesting. But this first issue, it it kind of felt out of place in terms of they were trying to set up what happened to Rachel and the Phoenix Force, and that basically the phoenix force gathered up rachel's remains because she went through a really traumatic childhood and that it helped to kind of repair her repair her emotionally and to bring her back to where she needed to be so it was it was kind of interesting in like how they explained that the phoenix force took her in and helped her out okay Hmm. yeah that's very strange it was kind of an odd episode because it was more of an illusion because charles was not there really and he was seeing things so he saw cyclops and he saw him through all his different uniforms so it was super interesting hmm. but kind of fun. yeah it was kind of cool to see that but it, it was more of like a backstory to rachel and how she got the phoenix force and how it protected her gotcha um yeah. kurt wasn't super involved i mean he bamps all over the place and at one point to fight but that's about it yeah i love that he could vamp again i do find yeah. it funny that it's because he like yeeted himself up against dr doom okay you never know well, dub's dub right yeah whatever works <laughs> uh but then we we the next episode is a flashback with captain Britain and megan so they're talking to each other looking at a photo book and she sees a picture of him with spider-man and he talks about how he was in america working or learning rather from spider-man about how to be a hero did not learn enough no and and how to manage a dual identity but they both kind of weirdly didn't talk about their other identities so they would pretend that they didn't know and then they would meet up at night to fight crime together oh my god interesting it was Odd to say the least. I wonder if they're trying to make people like him a little more by putting him just in proximity of Spider-Man. <laughs> but they fight the litter, which was a group of uh, people who change into dogs. Wow. And Captain Britain goes crazy. But and... not werewolves. No. They're, they're not werewolves. They were dogs. <laughs> and Captain Britain actually cracks this person's back. And he figures out that he has a problem because he was drinking before he went out on the superhero run. And he lost control. So he kind of freaks out because he lost control. And he kind of talks to Megan about how he has control now because it flashes forward. And, you know, the usual. I would say even back in mind, there's a whole issue about people trying to force him to drink again. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, there's I remember a, that. Yeah, yeah. With the juggernaut and stuff. About that. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. 
it's just odd. I mean, yeah. it was it was a cool flashback that he was working with Spider Man, but you could tell Spider Man was a better hero the whole time. To be honest, always. I hate to keep bragging on the guy, but he is nothing special. No, Brian is a dickhead. Yeah, but my next episode, we actually see uh, Kurt apparently get the cast off for the umpteenth time apparently yeah um sometimes it was on sometimes it was off yeah oh my god but we see kitty and him um and they are training and and he's getting back to form and trying to get his body back to where he needs to go where he needs to be hell yeah and then we flash to captain britain fighting large animals and getting stuck underwater and it turns (laughs) out he's in a teapot uh, again, this is it's it's very Alice in Wonderland because he's chasing Megan, who changes into a rabbit who goes down a hole. Mm. So the plot to Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then yeah. you see Megan skipping around with a Mad Hatter, a bunny. Is this another arcade bullshit thing? Big time. Ah, fucking art! I hate arcade. Every do- every, every time. Every single time. I do like that you can immediately <laughs> like, oh yeah, I know what the fuck this is. Yep. But yeah. So they end up, and he tries to get to the red guard or the red queen, excuse me, and kind of fighting with Rachel? these people. No, actually, Aww. no. And he starts to beat the shit out of people, and then they're kind of just like, "Why are you beating us up? Like we didn't do anything." And Megan actually stops him and says, "You're yeah, you're being kind of a dickhead." Dang. <laughs> and we, it turns out. Yeah, it is. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's not. It's, it's Joy Boy? Joy Boy. Or Tweedled? Yeah. So, Joy Boy is the baby. Yeah, so the baby's power. So the baby's actually there. It's not Arcade. Sorry. I misspoke. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the baby and the, the Red Queen is one of the crazy gang. Yeah. So yeah, jo- so the Joy Boy is can use you like your worst nightmares, like your biggest fears against you. So then they talk about a double negative where the lady is controlling him so that your illusions are good. In your head. Okay. So, okay. You, he had to sure. do some mental gymnastics to get there. Sure. So he's being controlled, so his powers are inverse. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Okay. For how much sense that makes, we can just run with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, on through. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so next issue, we f- we start off with uh, Captain Britain and Psylocke fighting, and they can't best each other because they're brother and sister. They have this link. And so they're just fighting, and then Brian thinks of a math equation, and that's how he bests Psylocke, because she's reading his mind, and then she's like, what the fuck? And then... (laughs) I mean, that's a fair response. You've never thought of math in your life. I mean, he was, like, an (laughs) academic. Like, that was his whole thing. Oh. Yeah. Didn't read those backstory comics. That's why he doesn't like being Captain Britain, is because it's all magic, and he doesn't believe in magic, even though that's what his power is. Like, that's why he has such an issue with it. Like, why he didn't want to join the corpse is because it's all magic and it came from Merlin, where he's like an academic style thing, even though his dad was also Captain Britain. I I don't like the character. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to puree I'm good my there. brain. Wait until, wait until we have to do Captain Britain. Right in the nope. <laughs> I'm going to stack the die with like five people and then Captain Britain and then just well, be like... Moon Knight before Captain yeah. Britain. Moon, I, I just and have Moon Knight is never going to happen. Ten years later, yeah, Moon Knight's still it. on there. So yeah. But we walk into uh, Kurt training with uh, Kitty Pride, who she, he seems to be the closest with at yeah. this point. Um, then we have a guy named Satine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, kind of just a subplot for him. I didn't find his stuff extremely yeah, it's not important, very, no. really. There's so a lot of subplots with Excalibur. Just yeah. He's he's not in my stuff. 
So we, we get into, uh, as I talked about with Courtney, so there's a scene where she just walks in and uh, Brian and her start making out. Uh, oh, oh. So she, she, she works with Merlin's daughter. Yeah, so he, and she was... She was the bank. She was the yeah, boss of she's the bank. bank. Yeah, she's a bank so person. So she when he when Brian so Brian's on trial at one point in mine like again not super important. She just kind of shows up and like tries to like flirt with him and he just walks yeah. away from her. It's I didn't think it was worth talking about too much. Yeah, but they do make out. Megan gets jealous. She makes out with Brian straight afterwards. So <sighs> that was interesting to say the least. And yeah. she was not very happy. At I which mean, point, yeah. Nightcrawler and the sorceress. Uh, however you Cerise. pronounce her name, Cerise. Cerise, start making out too. So yeah. it was Probably. a charged episode. Look at her hair and tell me she doesn't look like an owl. I bet you can't. I thought Corella DeVille. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's like what I thought Corella of. Like if Corella DeVille uh, hated owls instead of dogs. Yes. <gasps> Perfect. Well, she doesn't um, really she... hate dogs. Right? <laughs> she, Have you ever watched that she movie? Loves she loves them so much she, she would like their skin. Puppies. Yeah. I mean... Whatever. She she loves puppies like Hannibal Lecter loves people. <laughs> I I watched the old Corella Deville uh, with, um, oh gosh, Glenn Close I think. Sure. Yeah. And um, God, it was fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. <sighs> but so we get a then we get a panel of all of the Excalibur people getting uh, beat up. And they're all getting the shit kicked out of each other, and uh, we find out it's Jamie, Jamie Braddock. Oh, brother Braddock's yeah, back. Bra- oh, bro- yeah. brother, brother Braddock is back. So Jamie's back. He's uh, he's back again. He's back. He's just whooping the shit out of everybody because nice. uh, he's very powerful. Uh, we find out that Courtney was a double agent. <gasps> Go Courtney. figure. Never, never would have guessed that. The right. Time. So. Then Jamie takes over all of Excalibur, and they're kind of stuck with him, and uh, he starts talking to Psylocke in bed. I mean, not in a weird way, in like a Psylink way. (laughs) Sure. Then Jamie comes in and says, I'm a brother. You know, I'm part of the siblings, too. Uh, You guys can't have this conversation without me. Oh, my God. It's all sorts of weird. And (sighs) Kitty was the only one who got away, so she's phasing about trying to figure out what to do. Um. But eventually, we kind of just Jamie does get defeated by Megan, which is pretty cool. I like Megan. Yeah, like Megan he comes up, punches clever. her. Yeah, and he and she does use her powers to kind of mess with him because originally he can only see like these strings of power, like these strings of people, mm-hmm. and she manipulates it to kind of get away from him. Oh, okay. So it was an interesting way about it. They defeat Jamie. Um, we end up with uh, there was another subplot in there which was important to Kurt, but somebody gets basically accused of being a double agent, and uh, Fury comes in and exonerates them and says we had nothing to do with this. <laughs> good guy, Fury. Right? Yeah, he is a good guy in this one. Just took a whole issue to go like ah ah ah, no nonsense. Uh uh-uh, you're Stop. good. Stop. You're good. It was just like the makeout party, basically. That's so funny. So the next issue deals with uh, Excalibur trying to find out who is turning the random people into gold. Ooh. So this one, and, and this one kind of touches on Kurt being a leader, um, him trying to figure out what to do about this guy who uh, can touch people and make them into gold. They also team up with the X-Men again. 
Oh, um, okay. which is interesting. It's so, like Gambit is there, Cyclops, Storm. Oh, the, it's so, that team. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of it's like the OG team. So that was pretty interesting. I and, mean, we are starting to get close to the '90s, and that was the team in the '90s. So that that kind of that makes sense. Yeah, Wolverine too. Yeah, I love Gambit. But it is this person called Alchemy who can change things like matter to his will. So when, for example, when Wolverine tries to stab him, he turns his claws into uh, like silly string almost <laughs> or like a consistency okay. of silly string instead of being adamantium that's an apt name for that power it is it's yeah. actually kind of a cool power yeah but we see uh kurt kind of play a double agent and he states that he is with the demons that are trying to use alchemy to do evil doing mm-hmm. the As moral do. of the story is that kurt is very clever he does this double agent thing and he ends up saving the day because he pretends to go along with it it was actually kind of a cool it was cool to see Kurt in that capacity of him being a leader and trying to figure out how to outsmart somebody rather yeah. than just outpunch them which he does eventually, you know, kick the shit out of him. <laughs> but and before that, he actually uses his brains Yay. to say, "Hey, I kind of look like these guys. I bet you I can get away with this if I just give them a little bit of information." Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool. It was like growth and development moment. Wow. So he, he, the moral story, if, if you want to do your own reading list, start around like 50 if you just want Kurt development because yeah. that's where he starts taking the lead on yeah. Excalibur. Yep. Yeah. Um, this next one, we kind of take a left turn, I thought, into Wakanda and we meet up with Black Panther. Yeah, that is kind of a left turn. Crazy. Big time. And we meet up with the Avengers. So we have Captain America and Iron Man, who is actually Rhodey at the time. Okay. Yep. Sure. So- <laughs> Because Captain that. American was missing, and then Rhodey was pretending to be Iron Man at Correct. this point. Yeah, Correct. I, remember, I remember reading this in uh, the She-Hulk stuff. Oh, that's right. So essentially, they have this whole thing where a, a scientist is upset that uh, that Wakanda, that T'Challa is trying to move forward the technology aspect rather than keeping the traditional aspects of the Wakandan culture. Sure. This guy is upset. They go through kind of this little fight. Um, well, in the meantime... Uh, there's a subplot with Kurt trying to get this. It's like a. It reminded me of from Harry Potter, Nearly Headless Nick, but okay. not as a ghost, but as like a knight. This okay. knight guy riding around. It was actually kind of a weird subplot. It was like one out of every six pages was this odd Nightcrawler subplot that Interesting. I didn't. They quite were, follow they were doing that a lot in mind too. Like a lot of them, like you'd get like three pages of that subplot, and then you wanted again. For yeah. Like, so you guys can kind of see oh, the yeah. yeah. So I'm showing them a picture okay. of the of Kurt and the I can't I'm never gonna pronounce her name because I just thought of her as a Cer- sorceress. Oh, Cerise. Cerise. Yeah. Cersei. But they kind of go through and uh, they're fighting this guy intermittently. So it it wasn't super important because he was just kind of like as a team rather than a leader. So weird. But Captain Britain has to be careful in this episode, along with Megan, to disguise their identity so that they're not found to be you know in wakanda like somebody doesn't put together that you know that brian braddock is him so megan does a little bit of she uh transforms to look like one of the natives does does brian braddock do like blackface or something no okay she does a little you could construe it to be that yeah because megan can shape shift no, he calls himself Jungle Man and Ooh. changes his name to, or he changes his hair color, his hair color alone to brown Ooh. rather than blonde. Okay. And he calls himself Jungle Man and then Captain Wakanda. And he changes his speech to 
It's real gnarly, like real gnarly. His skin is he definitely says, darker. Icon, he's in the shadow in that oh, picture. Okay, so he's up okay. in the trees. Like, he, he says, "Icon, er, let woman go." Oh my! Ooh, no, that's uh, no. that's a yikes for me. Because <laughs> when you said that they, they were going undercover in Wakanda, uh, I was like, "Ooh." Yeah. <laughs> and then he says, "Me only want to free woman and maybe make time for evening diction classes." No. Please stop. So it was brutal. <sighs> it was real brutal. That's enough for me, Doc. <laughs> the whole this whole subplot was weird because then the guy transforms out of his wood person after an hour, which is this time limit, like this hard time limit of being a wood person for an hour. I mean <laughs> Sure. I guess. It was word. Like <laughs> real weird. Nothing happened with this night and and with Nightcrawler. It was just hey. I mean, he defeats him, and it was great. This comic is my enemy. <laughs> and then we go into a bunch of uh, Phoenix battling Galactus in this next episode. This next comic, nothing okay. to do with Kurt, but way cool how he, uh, they they're having like this fight. They're fighting, yeah. But it's also akin to when Vision fought Vision in WandaVision. Okay, yeah. So it's a lot of like ph- philosophical. Yes, which was way cool. That yeah. it was it was both of those fronts like they're talking and there there's some cool like panels but they're kind of they're discussing like galactus needs to consume matter to live and phoenix i mean i do too I mean, yeah so. i don't know galactus <laughs> gotta eat world like in a oh, world yeah. day or like something lot, yeah. yeah but phoenix will always subside where people are you know where people are and always take over people it was yeah. super weird interesting but then we get to Brian and Nightcrawler training. They're beating the shit out of each other. Those okay. I mean, nothing <laughs> crazy happening there. Uh, we then get Brian proposing to Megan. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So big uh, emotional thing where he proposes on the beach. Big Real nice. original guy. Uh, That's what I'm gonna do. Just kidding. Shut no. up. <laughs> <sighs> better be like. In a shark's mouth. <laughs> I would accept <laughs> On the it beach? at that point. That'd be actually be pretty cool. We get a little back. Train a shark. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and make it big enough so it can get in its mouth, so it's gotta be like the Meg. No, no. Oh god. Wait, you're gonna be No, yeah. just put the ring. Oh, just the ring. I <laughs> thought we were gonna be in the like shark's a mouth. Anyway. Shark baby. <laughs> oh girl. Get out of here. Anyway. But then we get into yeah. <laughs> but this all leads into while this is happening, um, Kurt and the rest of Excalibur are being uh they're being tricked into trying to do you have i can it's the guy with the blonde hair is he in yours yes so mine in right now intros i think which is the main part of yours which is cloud nine which is the hero quarters of the most secret division of the british secret service rcx uh in this part it there's kinda, so many fucking acronyms too. Dude, there's so many names. Cause like, so many acronyms. Because uh, like my uh, was it Microman or whatever? I forgot his fucking name. He's like from Ri Six or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's there's upsetting. so many. And then who's in there? Who, and the, yeah. yeah, like there's just so many stupid acronyms in this one. Yeah, I I just had a problem remembering all of it. It was just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, it been it intermittently through all this it's the phoenix and hair fighting death galactus and then death and kind of just figuring out who the phoenix force is Mm -hmm. but this whole part concentrates on they are trying to take parahumans and 
fix them. Yeah, their DNA is like unstable or something. Yeah, Interesting. or what, that's what they're telling yeah. the parahumans. Um, it it seems a little sketch. Uh, they're controlling all their powers beyond mm-hmm. what they can only do that's approved by the service itself. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting because Kitty escapes for a little bit and sees that there's some real weird stuff happening, but then she ends up getting captured. And I think <laughs> at the end of mine, um, it kind of sounds like she's being brainwashed or mind controlled or a version of her is out there mm-hmm. because she basically just tells Kurt, Hey, there's, there is nothing to sketch happening here. It is all good. <laughs> We are safe. Kurt, they are in the eyes. Yeah. Uh, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, everything's cool. I mean, at, at one point, you know, um, Kitty comes away and she says, It worked, Kurt. I managed to lose static and scout it around. I hate to admit it, but our suspicions were wrong. The RCX is working for the benefit of mankind in general and parahumans in particular. Everything Peter told us is true. And he says, Are you sure? Positive. I assess Peter's personal file. The guy's a saint, decorated war hero, renowned patriot, champion of the common man, and bastion of justice. He's definitely one of the good guys. And then he's watching on a computer screen and says, I couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, So, Someone that that would describe themselves like that nowadays, I would immediately be suspicious of as being a fascist. Absolutely. I'd be like, what the fuck? Absolutely. So that was my reading. That's how I ended mine. It doesn't end yours with Megan being put into like a little coma or something like that. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. I kind of blazed over oh, that. No, that's bad. fine. That's how mine opened. So I was like, "Huh." <laughs> sorry, I kind of lost track of that one. Yeah. So after they get engaged no, no. on the beach, uh, they capture both of them. Mm-hmm. So they actually trick Captain Britain into hitting Megan and mm-hmm. knocking her out and putting her in a coma. And he gets transferred back, so then they're all at the same place. Yeah. So all of them are there. Kurt is still kind of the leader and kind of the one who they see as the most powerful mm-hmm. at that time, which was interesting. Respect. Yeah, and he's and he's like the one like coordinating these things with Kitty and trying to figure out what's going on. But yeah, I kind of blazed over that part, so that's oh, no, not that's me. Fine. I do find it interesting that in this like this is era like a lot of mine too like the team is separated a lot mm-hmm. i kind of like it because you can kind of have a little bit of focus more. yeah yeah you can have like individual character yeah. focus it's just very strange that like it's the excalibur team but like they're only together every like fifth issue mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're also i mean we're also talking about comic where like there's no central plot at all that's true that, that's I, true i they're... truly don't think there's a like there are some themes, but it is they have so like they have like mini weird. arcs, but like even those are always have like sub arcs happening yeah. to lead to the next one, but none of them ever like tie together truly. So they're just jarring, yeah. dizzying. Uh, what yeah. would you, what would you rate your reading? Three point five. I actually like this one a little bit. I, I hover between a four, but I feel like a four is a little generous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yours sounded more consistent. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I had yeah. a good time with it. I think there's some really funny things, some little bit of intrigue. So. Uh, and Kurt kind of stepped up as a leader, so that was my favorite part of it, yeah. is the fact that he's making decisions. And, and he got a girlfriend. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, kind of. They kind of oh, just... Oh, they, like, say the girlfriend oh. word. Yeah. Oh, okay, do they? I'm yeah. just going to call her Cersei from now on, so... It kind of just seems like they make out in mine, and then they're, like, kind of interested in each other, but... That's so funny. There was no label. <laughs> There's no label, man. No Facebook status change, so... <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. All right, well, then, I think we'll pick up with Audrey's right after this brief break. Welcome back, listener. Thanks for sticking with us here. 
So we are all stretched out and ready to move on. Let's mm-hmm. uh, let's get to this disjointed, weird reading that Audrey had. Yeah, Ooh. so fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started at uh, 65, four, 65. 65? And read up to, I, I basically read up to like 67, because that's all I could. Yeah. Um, okay. And then there's like 71 that was yeah, in there, and then like 76 or something. And then I read the um, Uncanny. No, no, it was X Men Unlimited, Unlimited number four. Number four. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what do you got? Um, at Cloud Nine Research Labs, um, it shows us Captain Britain crying about Megan. She's in like a ba- a back to tank. Uh, being healed or whatever it literally looks like, look that. like that yeah yeah, yeah. she's is. just sitting in some water with a little mouthpiece on yeah yeah that tube. checks out mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but they're all sad um it shows us the villains they're like talking amongst themselves talking about the parahumans and this minotaur bull man comes in he's like uh, got unstable dna and then they put his ass in a tube too um they have kitty pride and cersei or cerise no no they have kitty pride and cerise and um kurt all working on the research for the paranormal human people um kurt is being really observant he notices kitty pride's nose wiggles in a weird way and that's how her nose can't wiggle like that <laughs> sure i mean <laughs> i mean kurt and kitty have known each other for a long time mm-hmm. at this point so yeah like if, if all of a sudden i saw your nose start twitching i'd be like fucking fake well it's She's like it's like it, it's like jelly like oh, okay almost in the way oh. it moves yeah which is okay. weird okay yeah no that's all right that's a yeah. little bit more believable so he knows that kitty's been replaced and he is going uh to pretend to be tired so he and cerise can try and find kitty um sure they still have their little like what are they called sponge and sink or something like that they they're weird little watchdog um mutant power they they have like buddies. So oh, I have no idea what this oh, is. Oh yeah. yeah, so it's like buddies that hang out they with them. They have buddies that drain their powers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and they're called like Sponge and Static, Static and something else. But they basically just it's like a they're, it's like the yeah. power. It's basically you know on Deadpool too where they have the uh, the collars. His, okay. his his name is literally Siphon. Yeah. Okay. And Sponge yeah. like they're just draining their powers. So. Okay. Okay. So um in order to shake their uh, escorts um, Cerise and Kurt make out and they're like we need some private time before we take a nap and they're like oh okay and they just leave them alone to make a out spicy <laughs> yeah Kurt's about to find Kitty <laughs> oh <laughs> sorry about that one uh, <laughs> but I mean that is what they're trying to do uh, <laughs> oh boy Jesus Christ. Uh, so I'm so sorry. So they talk and... Something, something. Gonna find that kitty and then go find kitty. <laughs> 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 the quiet part. The quiet part. Out loud. Oh, boy. So, go find kitty and shadow cat. <laughs> so they're, they're making out and uh, he's like, okay, serious. Um, I can tell that's not kid, kitty. And she's like, I'm... I know exactly where she is because of my powers. I sense this kitty over here and then there's the, this kitty over here. And they're like, great, I'm going to go bamf over and uh, freak her or get her. And she's all like, I love you. 
take me with you. <laughs> and that was like, wow, okay, we're going. He's got a girlfriend. That's easy. Um, so they do a big kiss and he bamps them together. They find a bunch of guys lined up in tubes. Um, and they're like, whoa, tube men. And then it just cuts <laughs> to this random lady in space. I okay. don't know who she is. Hey, let's take a look. <laughs> um, you got a picture of her? Maybe maybe we can call out who this is. So, okay. There's an energy matrix that was beginning to collapse. Okay. She is not allowed. Uh, her name's Roma. She's not allowed to interfere, but she is... Like, she removed the magic matrix, and she's put the magic back how it needs to be. Okay. But Roma. basically... Roma. I didn't think that... She has a long black ponytail. So that that's Merlin's daughter. That's Merlin's daughter. Okay, yeah. fantastic. So she, so she came up in the know. trial of Braddock for mine. Is she... That's why there's a castle, huh? Yeah, because, yeah, because it's a floating wow. castle. That's Merlin's <laughs> old fortress. They're in huh. like an interdimensional space. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So she's like watching over Captain Britain. I didn't think it was terribly important for my story, so I just left No, him. no, yeah, it's fine. Sorry. Um, you just never but, can tell. Yeah, you can never tell. Run, really. So Captain Britain's powers have been getting worse, right? They're not as good as they were before. That's Well, they seem to fluctuate. It's like it yeah. seems like the wind, you know? Yeah. So there's a reason. Uh, because of that magic network, um, his body... Like, it used to tap into the network, and he would, like, you know, get his power from there. Yeah. But because the magic network collapsed, he his body's not uh, basically... Siphoning the power anymore. It, it's not, like, calibrated right. So okay. So it's pulling less than it should, so that's why he's weak. But then, he also there's also a distance thing with him now as well. So he can only go like a certain distance from uh, England was one of the things they talked about is like the further away from the tower he was like the less powerful he was so that like mm-hmm. when he when he was in America, his powers were very weak mm-hmm. because he was so far away. Gotcha. So it's even though he went to Wakanda and that didn't seem to be an issue. So, you know, <laughs> uh, no, he seemed to be just fine. Yeah. yeah. So that doesn't. Sure, no. whatever. Well, I mean, he was Jungle Man, though. That's true. He was Jungle Man. He was not Captain Britain. <laughs> We're going to move right along. Um, <laughs> but basically, the uh, I think Peter is his name, the leader of the Cloud Nine shitty guys. Um, he's telling Captain Britain, like, he's a patriot. He's doing everything that he can for everybody, and everyone's going to love him. And uh, Captain Britain's like, I literally don't give a shit. I just care about Megan. Like, I just want you to fix her. And he's like, um, beat him up, boys. <laughs> and then they, they beat him up. So sure. after he gets the shit kicked out of him, um, Kurt and Cer- uh, Cerise free all the tube people. They uh, find Kitty, who was in a tube. And they're kind of talking and they're like, how long have we been in these tubes? And apparently they've been there for like five years. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've, a couple of them have been in there for a really long time. Time, Like Kitty's been in there for five years? No. Okay. No. Just some other oh, people. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? No. Like- <laughs> no. A couple of the guys have been in there for a long time. That detective from mm. The Who, he's in a tube. The detective from The Who, or was it the detective that was part of Scotland Yard that hated Excalibur but worked with The Who regularly? 
No, the, the, the hot one. Okay, so the guy that actually worked with the, the at, yeah, yeah, that okay. one. Yeah, the his, only his, one that I know. His, so he was a researcher. His sister yeah, yeah. worked for the Who. He was a consultant oh. for the Who. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, no, sure. it's very important to get these distinctions. Uh, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Even though we completely glazed by them before. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. So... As as uh, Captain Britain's getting the shit kicked out of him, he punches a control panel, and the Megan that's in the tube was just a hologram. She's not even in that oh, tube. Son of a bitch. <laughs> She's Goddamn in a hologram. different tube. <laughs> She's literally. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Why would you? Because set they the... were separate. They wanted to keep Captain Britain separate for some reason. I don't know. What a weird like. Why? I. Okay, continue. I'm and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Truly, continue. Truly no idea. <laughs> We've talked about Captain Britain too much tonight. Fuck him. Yeah. It, it starts out with that. I, I, know. Um, I know. So Kurt's getting to the bottom of the mystery by talking to all the people. Um, Megan mentions that Captain Britain's shiny aura is gone because of the magic shit. Kurt's like, ah, oh, he's in trouble. <laughs> I gotta go help him out right now. Um, As you do. Yeah, but all the parahumans that are falling in line with Cloud9's plan, uh, they n- somehow know that they are all free, so they come and confront them, and they have a big blowout fight. Um, a couple of the people, like Kurt just rocks their shit, Hell and yeah. a lot of the kids were like, they were really nice to us, so we're gonna like run away, and... Um, try and try and save Excalibur because there's like the parahumans aren't fully evil they're just like you know random mutants almost yeah Um, yeah. so some of them are uh, going back and helping um, the Excalibur group in that fight and all the two people in the fight Uh, it cuts back to Captain Britain getting his shit rocked again but then um, Merlin's daughter comes and like aligns his chakras properly so now he's back at full power perfect perfect uh and she like gives him a little touch on his face and goes see you brian <laughs> and, and she poofs out of there sure sure Science. Um, yeah so they're all fighting they take down cloud nine and then after they're kind of like wrapping up uh phoenix just drops in <laughs> she's like what up bitches here i am <laughs> um but yeah, she's like, I've, hi guys, I bet you didn't expect me to show up again. And she's in her red outfit. So they were kind of, they weren't, they didn't know if she was cool. Uh, it, is it like the Dark Phoenix outfit? Is that what that is? It is. Then yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is the Dark Phoenix outfit. She looks great. Yeah. Well, because you said red outfit. I didn't know if it was the red outfit with spikes on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She has that one. Yeah. She has that one too when she's angsty. Yeah. Um... But no, she comes in and she's like, guys, I'm fine. <laughs> and actually, I got to go back home. So I just came to say goodbye. I got to go back to the future and try to, you know, kill all the Sentinels and um, stop the genocide. And she gets really crazy eyes. <laughs> she does get crazy eyes. Pretty oh, good. Yeah. We'll post a- she has a, that's a better plan than Tomorrow War. The movie Tomorrow War. Oh, yeah. Where definitely. they, they people from the future come back in time to get additional fighters to go back to the future to fight the war in the future instead of just stopping but the war actually now. that's kind of what they do so. yeah <laughs> okay it's dumb yeah. wow um it's very dumb anyway i've not seen it yeah, yeah. i don't not sad 
next issue, we get a little more backstory about what happened in Rachel's future with um, her relationship with adult Kitty Pride, um, and how the Sentinels, um, like, they torture and, like, do some fucked up shit to oh, yeah. Kitty. Um, and the, the she, she kind of becomes a robot, which is weird. She's, like, literally in a robot shell. Her consciousness is inside this robotic entity. Kitty is? Huh. Kitty. Interesting. Because Kitty is the one that sends Rachel to the yes. past. Yes. But she, she looked like an old lady when she did that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but now but now she's in a robot. Sure, sure. Okay. Works. Yeah. It works for me. It's it's Marvel. It's tracking with the rest of this. Mhm. Um let's see. The Sentinels are you know talking about how everything needs to go according to their plan and bullshit. Um there's this villain that works with them called ahab um master of the hounds he's the guardian of time so he's got he's got this vendetta out for uh kitty pride and rachel because they're like you know messing with time ahab's a thing yeah he's he's an interesting villain a little bit like yeah i've definitely heard of him before and other things so Mm -hmm. uh so the team is like starting to say goodbye to kitty or to rachel because she's gonna go back to the future but then they're like um actually bitch we we want to come with and she's <laughs> like but it's my future you can't come and they're like eh, we'll do it anyway um sure <laughs> yeah um megan and Britton have a little moment where she's like would you still love me if i was a monster and was uggo as hell and he's like uh nah <laughs> not really baby <laughs> so he like he doesn't answer which is an they're, answer yeah well, their yeah, whole relationship a, is chock full of moments like it, that it's so stupid so stupid um it kind of cut to that little pharon boy who's got a stick up his ass yeah he's, oh, he's yeah. mad that rachel's back and she's like chill with her whole identity now she start Rachel starts to project herself back to the future and it's not going well, not going well at all. She connects to Kitty Pride's um mind, which is inside this weird robot. The robot freaks out. The Sentinels the it, it's weird. I didn't quite understand why why anything was happening, but Kitty Pride in the robot is trying to find Rachel. She senses Rachel because Rachel's trying to silink to future Kitty Pride in order to project herself back to the future. Yeah. Somehow they meet the team of uh, like freedom fighter, ex mutants, whatever that exists in the future. And the Sentinels come and they all have a big fight. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. During the fight, <laughs> one of the Sentinels like grabs onto the Kitty Pride robot. And he makes a big time portal because he's going to try and reach through and steal Rachel and then snap her in half. Um, sure. So while he's, <laughs> it's all checking out. while he's opening the time <laughs> portal to get Rachel, everyone else is like, this is our moment. We could come with and help. So they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they all jump through uh, and they try and help the um, mutants that are, you know, freedom fighting. And... Rachel gets captured by a sentinel. Uh, but one of the sentinels they destroy, it, it's like it, part of it's busted open. 
and uh, Kurt works with them to um, make an, a you know escape plan and ha- a plan to either get Rachel out or destroy everything. And um, spoiler alert, it works. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> they they win. Um, Success. The, the bad guy from Cloud Nine in this timeline, he's one of the Freedom Fighters. He's in a robot suit. Sure. Um, They really like the robot suits. Yeah. Future future is all robot suits. All robots all the time, baby. Blade Runner 2049. Right. Um, Oh, it's kind of funny. I think this takes place in 2015. And and they're like, oh, we're in 2015. And I was like, (laughs) I mean, at the time, that was 30 years in the future. I know. It It was just kind of funny, you know? um they gave us so, way too much credit true yeah uh Rachel, though they were getting pretty close on the world being destroyed so you know we're working on <laughs> it yeah we're trying we're trying as long as we can <laughs> they're off by about 15 20 years but uh the sentinels are we'll gonna get there. yeah yeah the sentinels are gonna destroy rachel she's trapped in like a little bubble thing um she's not really using the phoenix force like it's kind of left her and she's just kind of her own powerful mutant self Okay. She can still kind of call on it, but not a lot. Um, they take that broken sentinel, make it into a little Trojan horse, and uh, sneak themselves into Sentinel Capital. Um, they realize that in order to beat all of the sentinels, they have to reprogram the head sentinel. Um, so they explode a bunch of guys, and then they go do that, and they do it. I don't even think anybody dies. They just win. Like, (laughs) they they fight, and then they win. And I was like, timeline resolved. This is great. (laughs) They all hug at the end. Actually, I'll get it. Have you guys ever seen the the pitch meeting YouTubes? Mm -hmm. Oh, this is going to be a huge issue. Not at all. Barely an inconvenience. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right. No, it's basically just like, Rachel's whole backstory thing is resolved. And now we're friends, and we can go back to doing things as normal. (laughs) All right, cool. Fair, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it skips to. Hold on, let me let me double check. I haven't skipped an issue because I think it did. Yeah, no, it's sixty-seven is the last one that uh, I was able to read. Um, and then I ha- now I have to go to synopses. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they win. They um, are going to go back to their uh, Excalibur timeline. And here we go. Issue 68 synopsis. While traveling back from Days of Future Past, Captain Britain was lost in a temporal wave, leaving Megan in a deep state of mourning, sitting under a waterfall in the grounds of Braddock Manor. Despite their efforts, the rest of Excalibur cannot communicate with her, even with Rachel Summers' telepathic powers. Kitty Pride struggles to deal with the breakdown of the team, reminding her of the loss of the members of X-Men. Faron tries to comfort her and succeeds. Good job, Faron. Love Faron. Meanwhile, Nightcrawler. Plus, dude. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Nightcrawler and his girlfriend Cerise fall out over the length of their own mourning for Brian. So I assume like Kurt doesn't give a shit, and Cer- Cerise is like, "Well, wait a minute." <laughs> That's what I assume. And Kurt's like, "He fucking broke my leg, right? <laughs> like, no, he, he can he be got, gone. He got super jealous and just beat the shit out of me. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck that cool. guy. Not cool at all. 
Um, he got so drunk a few times, he just killed people. Yikes. Like, what so, a guy. Yeah. So Cerise flies away, upset. In the forest, Micromax and Kai Loon are training, uh, watched over by two unknown individuals. The unknown group uh, begin to attack them, causing Excalibur to rush, in, to rush to their aid. The group are revealed to be the Star Jammers, who want to arrest Cerise for war crimes against the Shi'ar Empire. That checks out. Okay. Okay. Uh, the battle ensues until Cerise herself stops the battle, handing herself into the Star Jammers. Nightcrawler refuses to believe and begs Cerise to reconsider. As the Star Jammers activate their Stargate, Excalibur follows, while Farron and Kitty Pride remain to care for Megan. So they're split up again. Always. <laughs> so... Lisa was near. We know. We know this checks out. <laughs> for for me, I was like, of course, Nightcrawler gets a girlfriend, and then she's done war crimes against yeah. the Star People. Like, what? <laughs> Come on. Have you ever gotten so sad that like you just like formed into a waterfall? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. So she became one with the waterfall. She did. No, I don't know, but oh. like that's what I like hear when you <laughs> oh, read that. I don't why i thought you <laughs> oh, yeah i have some, I have some <laughs> right? deep insight on this one no not what at all world uh, so in the next issue um cerise recalls landing on the kisnashi home world uh-huh k-n-s-a-s-h-i-i yeah sure sure yeah what's wrong with it she finds that her shi'ar army has killed all of the inhabitants of their capital city she is angered by this and approaches her leader Kevin, it's it's Kevin. Fuck off, Kevin. C apostrophe E F N. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they like to do that with the Shi'ar. So stupid. I hate Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Excalibur. (sighs) I'm a hater. Um, He tells her. (laughs) He tells her that it was not a conversation mission, but a slaughter, and the ones that do survive will be all the more. We'll be more than happy to convert to the Shi'ar. Cool. Then he shoots one of the innocent Kznashi that is at his feet. She realizes that she's going to have to stop this killing. In the present, uh, Ceres is kicked into a cell. She is in a holding area while the other Shi'ar prisoners, uh, with the other Shi'ar prisoners, and is going to be transported down to the actual prison named Crag. Crag sounds familiar. On the Starjammer ships, Nightcrawler and Micromax teleport on board through the garbage chute of course Mm -hmm. the hatch closes and they barely make it in time uh from the vacuum of space they plan to hitch a ride (laughs) on the ship to the shiar space to look for cerise nightcrawler believes that her to be innocent and he tries to convince micromax that uh you cannot take everything at face value at Braddock Manor, Megan sits, al- <laughs> sits along a waterfall. She is saddened by the loss of Brian <laughs> and has turned herself into a being of water. There you go. My goal was not wrong. <laughs> nice. Waterfall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shadowcat tries to convince her to snap out of her depression and come back to the manor. Farron watches on as Kitty loses control of her temper and her powers and gets soaked by the waterfall. She storms off and Farron gives it a go, trying to reach Marin. At Crag, Kyloon and Phoenix watch on as Cerise is sent below to Crag. Um, they try to go after her. They're stopped by a guard. Phoenix tries to use mind control power- powers like Obi-Wan in Star Wars. <laughs> is that in the synopsis? Yes, it is. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, boy. 
The guard doesn't <sighs> fall through the ploy and rips off her disguise. What is going on? This is wild, man. Uh, the prisoners see the emblem of the phoenix on her clothes and uh, they're scared as shit. I mean, they should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Stardrimer, Corsair is met by a hologram of Lilandra. She tells the Starjammers not to interfere with her sentencing of Cerise. She says that Cerise was tried for the murder of a number of Shi'ar soldiers. She tells the Starjammers not to overstep their alliance and try to save Cerise. Cosair finds the stowaways, Micromax and Kurt, in a vent and tells them that they are going to beam them, beam them all down to Crag to find out the truth. So Corsair, that's Cyclops' dad. Hmm. If you didn't know. Anyways. I have no idea what he would even look like. I'm just, yeah, no, I, I, I can give you a picture of what Corsair looks like. Very interesting. Yeah, I was like, oh, Corsair is there? Interesting. Well, it makes sense because he, he's like a space pirate. On the planet surface, guards go to stop Phoenix and Kailun. They battle. Phoenix picks up a thought pattern of a very alien being on the prison transport. Then one of the prisoners yell at them to stop and everyone freezes. The prisoner goes to touch her face and says that Phoenix wears the emblem but does not fill the clothes of the Phoenix. Everyone suddenly goes back to their business and the battle is over. Um, Star Jammers appear and they go to the transport to rescue Cerise on crags. This is so long. <laughs> uh, control me, find and page uh, yeah. Kurt. No, <laughs> I'm, skip, I'm skipping. Uh, so me. Suri says that he made a, a decision. Some guy killed some other guy, and now he's paying the price. Whatever. The Star Jammers <laughs> and the gang step onto the platform, threaten the guard to take them to Crag. Corsair tells the guard to wait for Cosair tells the guard to wait and has him call up the evidence log that was used at Cerise's trial the guard complies and shows the team a hologram of how Cerise transmitted a message saying that she was going to kill everyone on board her ship for murdering murdering the innocent uh, Kasnashi aliens Uh, Corsair tells them that this evidence was used to try her um, in absentia for the deaths of the Shi'ar soldiers. The Shi'ar just recently found Cerise on Earth, and that's why they made her a prisoner. Nightcrawler refuses to let this stop him from saving Cerise, and the teleport uh, below to and he teleports below to Crag, where Cerise and Cryan, new name entirely, try to brave the strong winds. Apparently, it's very windy. <laughs> Above them, Fang watches on menacingly. Fang. Another name I think it's have a dog. read just now. <laughs> Let's uh, take a look at the next one. And what issue is this? This is 70. And, okay. then, and then I got 71. <laughs> which I, I actually read that one. Um, apparently Fang is death. It's fun. Oh, okay. No, actually that, that, that does check out. Man, okay. this, is some, this is some bullshit. Uh, it's so much fun when you don't can't actually read the comic. Right. It's like, oh, I'm going right? to read someone else's synopsis it's of this way bullshit. Hard. Fang attacks Cryan. Cerise intervenes and tells her that she will not allow anyone to hurt her friends or innocent people ever again. They beat each other very badly. <laughs> Immediately, violence. Um, and then Cerise finally grabs her mouth and pulls her jaws apart, ripping her head apart. Oh, bitchin! Damn. All right. Yeah. Escalated quickly. Yeah, that took a turn I wasn't expecting. Fang's body drops to the ground, 
The Starjammers, Kyloon, Phoenix, and Nightcrawler look on sadly. <laughs> Cerise feels them watching her and turns to them guiltily. Who wrote this? I don't need all these details. <laughs> At Braddock Manor, Shadowcat tells Megan that she's leaving and that she will have to go be with Ileana. Oh, and... Um, She's going to go be with Ileana and Colossus at the X-Mansion. Megan, still upset about Brian being gone, is still in her watery state and ignores Shadowcat. Kitty uh, turns to leave and runs into the into the body of Brian up the path from the waterfall. It turns out to be Faron disguised as Brian to help bring Megan out of her depressive state. He goes to Megan and tries to get her attention. She looks into his eyes and he fades into his real form and goes into a catatonic state. Shadowcat says that she will leave a note for the rest of the team that they are both lost. Bitch just... Every, yeah. Everyone's catatonic and she's just like, alright, I'm out. Yeah, I'm good. Peace. Yeah. Fuck, fuck if they die. Right. Like. <laughs> oh, man. On Crag Cerise rises to hug nightcrawler he grabs her hand and shows her that they are that they are still covered in fangs fresh blood cerise falls to the ground telling them how dare they judge her (laughs) at my trial how dare oh boy nightcrawler says that no x-men would have been able to do such a thing guards suddenly attack um before either side can attack cryan stands up and cryan stands up and her face and voice changes to Lilandra's. She announces to Starjammers and Excalibur teams to leave, and that Cerise's judgment is a is no concern of theirs. <laughs> Nightcrawler contests this notion, and Lilandra sends out an energy blast and stops them all, and tells them that what Lilandra says is law. She goes to Cerise, and as she touches her head, she announces, "An eye for an eye, a life for a life." And then she projects a vision of Cerise's memories of that which she is, uh, of that which she was tried upon. So from her trial earlier. Oh my god, we get some backstory. I Nightcrawler like- turns to Cerise. <laughs> I literally skipped a paragraph. I like that, like this random lady that just showed up in one of my comics is getting like a full arc now. Yeah. Right? Why? Why? They eventually had to go to space. It was inevitable. They they had already done the interview. Well, yeah, yeah. The you have portals. to go to space. Yeah. You have yeah. to. Of you course, there's the Shi'ar too that ended up being. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they go through some of her memories. Um. <laughs> Nightcrawler turns to Cerise and apologizes that he never thought that she was a cold-blooded killer. They kiss, and Lelandra tells all that she is still being charged with murder and mutiny at the very least. Nightcrawler still tries to stop Lelandra from ordering Cersei's, uh, Cerise's exile. Cerise tells him that she must pay her price for her actions. Lelandra tells her that she must serve out the rest of her sentence at her side. Sounds like she got herself a new girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tubs a dub. This was all a trick. <laughs> all a ploy. <laughs> to get a new girlfriend. I got this hot owl lady who can rip people apart. Apparently. Oh, also, I looked it up. Fang just looks like Sabretooth. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. He's got, he's, got like, he's got, like, pointy things. He's, like, got that same look. He, yeah. Even Fair at enough. one point, he had, like, the cut marks on his leg like Sabretooth does. So. Okay. Fair enough. He's just, he's space Sabretooth. Um, Corsair says that he must contain her and he puts chains on her neck and arms. 
Cerise tells Nightcrawler that she never thought she would love someone as much as she does love him. Uh, she tells him not to speak and that <laughs> he is her hope. They kiss passionately and then the Starjammers and Cerise teleport away. Excalibur watches on as Nightcrawler sits alone with only his memories of Cerise. Fuck! Oh, we, got, we got a sad broody, Kurt. Lame. Kurt's one true love. Right, he finally gets a girlfriend Bleh. and then she's arrested I'm... for war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Now, this makes less sense. Um, hmm, I thought that would tie into the, into 71. It does not. Mm, that sounds about right. Oh. That's that's pretty on par <laughs> yeah. for Excalibur. You can't really tell. Um, oh, boy. That's very interesting. So, 71, they're on Mirror Island. Yep. Um, Nightcrawler is um, wrestling with an acolyte of Magneto's. He's like a wolf man. He's fighting this acolyte of Magneto's and they're arguing about Colossus. They're like, you've brainwashed my boy. Like, fuck off. And they're all fighting and punching and yelling at each other. Um, Apparently, Colossus has joined the Magneto space cult. Okay. Um, Yeah, they're they're bases in space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a thing for Magneto for a while. Checks out. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Dr. McTaggart is back. Um, They're talking about the Acolytes and how um, Colossus joined because he had this injury. And if he changes back to his flesh form, he'll basically be sick and die. Yeah. Um, So they have to do the surgery on Colossus while he's in metal form. And she's going to help with that. But first they have to trick him into visiting. And um, they've recruited Kitty Pride. And um, Dr. Professor X, I forgot his name. I was, was going to call him Dr. Excalibur. Sure, that would have <laughs> worked. Not, not his name at all. Yeah. <sighs> so they invite, uh, they need Kitty Pride. They need um, uh, Professor X, Jean Grey, and Cyclops? Cyclops to all help. Because they need Cy- uh, Cyclops' laser vision, um, Jean Grey, and professor x or telepath they can help control people um and convince kitty because kitty has really mixed feelings about it she doesn't want to betray peter in this way like it's going to be her lying to him mm. and she doesn't want to do that but does peter not want to have the surgery no he doesn't want to leave the acolytes which um would mean mm. he had he would have to leave the space station interesting okay yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, and the way to get him to leave is for Kitty to be like, oh, Peter, come get me. I want to join. Let's be together gotcha. in space. So he's going to come down and get her. Um, which they have that Zoom call. Uh, he does <laughs> go get her. And then they immediately like. Ambush you know, him. They, yeah, pretty much. They like have a little re- reunion and they're like, Peter, we're going to help you with your thing. And he's like, I've been betrayed. But okay. <laughs> so they I like to you. trap him to a table and laser his forehead. Okay. Um, but then Cable's here. Sure. Cable came here for some reason. And it doesn't really tell me why. I can't tell who he's fighting for or against. <laughs> okay. He's just kind of there. That's kind of ca- how Cable does sometimes. Yeah, just, he just shows up. Yeah, Cable just does his thing. So, no, you're... Yeah. you're you, you've, 
You're exactly where you're supposed to be. <sighs> Plus, it's like half this comic is just, hey, what's up? Hey, I'm I'm here now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So while they're talking to um Colossus about the surgery, uh, Rachel's kind of got weird feelings about seeing Jean Grey, who is her mom, but not her mom yet. And um, she kind of goes off to sit sadly on a rock. Mm-hmm. And Jean Grey comes out and she's like, hey, I was a real bitch to you before. <laughs> but now I'm cool. <laughs> and they're like, we could be cool. <laughs> um, and she apologizes for her shitty behavior, which is uh, a great first step. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's nice. Cable's climbing up a up a cliff he's gonna try and shoot rachel he wants to kill the phoenix i think fair right yeah he while they're fighting something weird happens where rachel's body becomes captain britain's body literally mid like leap through the air her body changes to captain britain's oh it's not a good look it's weird Where's Kurt in all this? Kurt is just kind of hanging around. Oh. He's, he fought the first guy. He talked to the professor a little bit. Um, he's just kind of like... So he's now taking a back role instead of being leader again? I mean, he's still there. He's he's making decisions. Okay. He's, he's, uh, That's good. His hair looks great in this issue. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out, like, where where's Kurt in this? Like, <laughs> does does Kurt care? Yeah, right. Kurt, Kurt cares because he cares about Kitty. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. The other acolytes realize that they tricked Colossus, so three of them come down to fight, and and that's that's what Nightcrawler and a couple of the other Excalibur members are gonna do, because uh, the surgery only needs a couple of the people, well, yeah. only the smart bitches, basically in the yeah, room. Right. And Kitty's not leaving Colossus's side, which is very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Nightcrawler's out there too. Um, give them more time so they get him transformed back so they can do more healthy things for him and get him healing better um and by the end of it like he's he's okay they still aren't together they haven't really resolved like his and kitty's issues and he goes back with the acolytes but they're they do a nice little kiss and um they kind of like bitterly i don't know it's like a bittersweet parting of ways sure um they have this really cool spread oh there's a cool spread yeah that's a nice one yeah and then it skips to 78 (laughs) (laughs) what happened in the x-men unlimited and i think we'll just wrap this up yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read that that one was actually very Kurt centric. Um, the art style, I will say, was absolutely hideous. I despised it. It was like <laughs> reading a story that I wanted to enjoy, but it was like poop. Like a really weird, like if somebody just wrote a book, but in shit. Um, okay. <laughs> it, it basically follows um, Mystique. Uh, being caught in her government ruse uh, when she tries to, when she's like play acting as a senator. Um, This other general who is her son, I think. Wait, no. 
Her son is not the general. Her son is somebody else. Kurt. Um, no, a different son. Oh, okay. two sons. Kurt's brother. Oh. Yes. Sure. I don't know who that is, but uh, I have no idea. His name was certainly on the page somewhere. Sure. 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 Anyways, doesn't yeah. matter. Continue. Peter. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely not Peter. I didn't give a shit about him. <laughs> um, but he's an asshole. He like, he knows his mom is um, Mystique, but then he finds out that his brother is Kurt, and it's like this big mystery. And he's all like, "I hate mutants. I can't be related to this garbage." Like, no, 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 no. And then Mystique does this whole uh, plan. She's going to try and blow something up, but it's really to just get the attention of Kurt and Kitty Pride and the other son yeah. and kind of bring them all together. Uh, but she does her little fake explosion thing at a concert and um, she and Kurt fight a bit. And he, he was like, if this is a family matter, because she makes this whole line about it being a family matter. Um, yeah. And he's like, well, then why are you roping me into this? And he's like, <laughs> Mystique is like, I told you last time to go ask your mom. And she's like giving him like wiggly eyes. And he's like, I, what are you talking about? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> it's like, Kurt, <laughs> come yeah. on. Yeah. Get a clue. She's blue. Yeah. You're blue. Sit. Weird. <laughs> um, but, it's um, a Graydon Creed. Oh, yeah, yeah, Creed. That's his name. Yeah. He, no he's idea. an asshole. He's a, he's Creed is one of the politicians that hates uh, mutants in mm-hmm. the comics. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. So they pretty much go through this whole um, backstory of Mystique and how she has these motherly connections to different characters. Yeah. Um. The he. Nightcrawler has to go to Rogue and um, ask Rogue about Mystique and how she was raised. And he has to, like, she has to take him back to where she first met Mystique because that's the clue that Mystique gives him. Uh, They talk about her. They talk about Rogue's past being raised by Mystique and what that was like. Um, And then they go out there. He finds out that she's his mom and that when she threw him away as a baby it was be it was just solely self-preservation okay like she didn't really give a shit about him one way or the other but now she's trying it's like she kind of loves him yeah it's very weird but it's this whole um it's a lot of talking and a lot of like punching in between the talking but the long and short of it is that he finds out that mystique is his mom okay cool Mm -hmm. cool it was pretty like pretty big for him yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah it was just i wish it wasn't so hard to look at that's fair mm-hmm. yeah that I'll, makes sense i'll find a screenshot. Th- thank you for doing that sacrifice for us <sighs> you're welcome <laughs> how would you read uh rate all of the comics that you read all four of them oh, a one <laughs> yeah i guess you had a hard time yours was all like super disjointed and you didn't like the artwork on a lot of yours so that that makes sense well and it's it's like putting my brain and like skateboarding on gravel with it yeah it's hard to pay attention to it's hard to read it's hard to follow it's hard to like it's just hard to enjoy other than like a cool panel here and there yeah Yeah. like sometimes the art is really cool like the uh, some of the spreads um some sometimes how they draw nightcrawler i would love that yeah yeah 
But it's just so hard to get through. I will be very glad when we're done. <sighs> just wait until we have to read through classic X-Men. Because that was also Claremont. I will not. <laughs> oh, we will eventually. Yeah. I'm speed reading, taking spark <laughs> notes. Oh, boy. I Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to give it, like, a pity, too, because it it's just with how stressed it makes me on top of, like, everything else that's, that makes me stressed, it, I can't. Yeah. I no, that's can't. fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, any final thoughts or anything like that on these? I remember when we read Nightcrawler Origins, and it was beautiful, and yeah. it was a concise story. That was nice. That was I, nice. I will say, I, I do like seeing Kurt finally yeah. step up and be a leader oh, in some of ours. I, I've loved Kurt's character development. Like, I really enjoy him being smart and having to, like, outwit people. And, you know, when he gets to just kick the shit out of people, he does a great job. Oh, yeah. He's sassy. Love him. Yeah. And now that he has his powers back, it's yeah. nice to see that, too. And Not it- the teleporting once a day. I, I only got a little bit of that in mind, but it it was definitely like he felt more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I found it very interesting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been in. I've enjoyed some of the stuff I've read recently. Sorry that yours haven't been great. That's yeah. fine. It's just I like mine a lot better this week. That's great. I think yeah. it's literally my brain chemistry can't do this. Like, that's fair. It's not laid out for me in any way. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, yeah, I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, next week, we will probably do another what if, um, mm-hmm. unless something else comes up. We could react to the Spider-Man trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we'll, yeah mm-hmm. we can throw that in with uh, the what if next time. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, we, you don't want to. Because we watched it. That's true. We did check it. Today. Yeah. yeah, we did today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thoughts on it, Audrey? I liked it. It looked like a lot of fun. Um I like that they're bringing Doctor Strange into it more. Um, I love Tom Holland. He's great. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited. Yeah. How about you, Charlie? It was a good trailer. Yeah. It'll be... I mean, I'm excited for it. I should preface that. And I'm really interested to see how they get the multiverse and who they're going to bring in, how they're going to tie them in, and how they're going to make it make sense. Mm Because Marvel will do that. So it'll be... I'm excited, and I'm really intrigued how they're going to do it, and I thought the trailer was kind of an... It was cool, but it was... It was it felt linear, which means, to me, it probably won't be. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, I thought it would mm-hmm. be interesting if the Doctor Strange breaking the multiverse or whatever Happens happened at... the first 20 minutes or so. 27 minutes, 54 seconds, yeah. so it would line up with Wanda and with uh, Loki. <gasps> oh, my God. I thought that would be cool. That if that is cool. Doctor Strange... I saw some people uh, thinking that that might be Mephisto. <laughs> well, of course, Mephisto bullshit. Well, but like, there's there's some some clues. Or that, Dormammu. Or, or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, I do love Dormammu. Yeah, I I mean it does seem in line with Doctor Strange. That's the thing is Doctor Strange. We haven't spent really any time with him, so he's never had any character development. No, he's more of a plot device. Yes. Yeah, but his I mean like from Doctor Strange, his solo movie. To Endgame, his I mean his demeanor did change, so we're his seeing more changed. of that yeah. first yeah. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. which is kind of odd because even then it was a little more like jokey, and even in that trailer, so yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, because even when, when we saw Doctor Strange in Thor, like, he was a thousand percent different than what we saw him in Doctor Strange. Correct. So, we, we've never actually gotten any on-screen character development for him, really. Because even at the end of Doctor Strange, he was still very, like, pompous, arrogant. He kind of does an endgame a little bit, I thought. A little bit. But... Not a lot. Yeah. But I found it interesting that they're bringing the Sinister Six into this. Yeah. Because you see uh, Doc Ock. Uh, Green Goblin, Sandman, oh. Electro, uh, the Lizard, and, um, and the Mysterio is usually the sixth mm-hmm. Sinister Six person, which he was the one that exposed Peter in mm-hmm. the last yeah. movie. So, yeah. So all that stuff, I, like they were all in the uh, the thing, and then we have Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin voice, yeah. and then we also have so Tommy McGuire's Doc Ock. So, yeah, I know that they said that they weren't in this movie, but I also do not believe them. But what if? But what it, it, it feels like <laughs> they're leaning. Hollywood's worst kept secret. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. It feels like Hollywood's worst kept secret. And why would you specifically use that actor? Like right. those actors for that? If you're not going to. Well, do- and then I also was thinking when he says Parker, he doesn't say Peter, you know, it was, I don't know. I, well, I don't know. Or he says, hello, Peter. But that, that's the thing is if he came from other d- dimension, he wouldn't know what Tom Holland looked like. So he wouldn't yeah. know that was. Spider-Man. Well, they also specifically don't show who he's talking to. That's true. Even yeah. if they did, you know, Marvel's done this so many times yeah. where they put stuff in the trailer that's not in the movie. I mean, they just did it with, um, they did it with Black Widow. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one that released on Disney Plus? And I'm blanking on. Um. Um. Oh gosh. <sighs> Sorry, I just. I don't know. I don't know. My point it. is, that they've done it several times where they yeah. take stuff out of the trailers. Mm-hmm. You know and. So it's just hard to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it makes me excited. I'm I'm very excited for uh, uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm yeah. very excited for that work. We will bring you an episode on that. Uh, we will actually be seeing that all together in the theaters with some of our guest hosts that have only come to us online before. We'll be here in person. Yay! So we're going to be doing a recording with that. So that's very exciting. Well, that will be coming out in a couple weeks here. I'm so excited. Right on. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you guys tonight. If you like what we do here, go ahead. Uh, please review us, like, comment, subscribe, whatever your various podcast apps can do. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, all of our social medias are in our link tree link down below in the uh, the information box. Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. I forgot to post all of the stuff on uh, Facebook uh, for our last episode. That's oh. okay. <laughs> you know, just, just remembered right here, right now. That's That's really funny. <laughs> oh, well. Um, I thought I saw the tweet go out. Yeah, the tweet yeah. went out. That's an automatic thing. That one I don't have to remember to do. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. So, oh well. Uh, but I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm Audrey. And I'm Charlie. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time.